Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 24. I am Patrick. I am joined by Seth and Josh. What? What's that? No, Steve this week. Say hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. What does Steven usually say? Hey. Uh, I think he normally says hi, everyone. Like hi, I everyone. He does to. say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hey, there we go. Yeah, thank you, Steve slash Josh. Um, a, a riddle. A riddle for you two. Uh, what has six thumbs and can't talk about The Last of Us Part 2? Us for the past five weeks. Yep, well, it's going to be six. <laughs> Unfortunately, shit, I was not expecting that. No matter how much I've been hyping up that we will get to it next week, unfortunately, it has to be another week because of the very foreseen circumstances that has prevented Steve from joining us. Uh, just because I think the discussion will actually be better if Steve's here because I feel like we're going to have a bit of dissension with opinions and that'll just make for more interesting content. Otherwise, we're going to have to tell Josh why he's wrong, and it'll be two against one, but I think three against one is just more entertaining. He, he really decided that football was more important than us tonight. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, don't know why. We'll have to figure it out later. In the spirit of Stephen, I'm going to periodically read out puns from The Last of Us. Please don't. Uh, that we can do. <laughs> I will censor all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you, were, you, were you actually going to? Did, did you I, I can, if was, you guys... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. No, no, well, definitely not. It was just an awkward <laughs> silence. I wasn't sure if you were going to continue. No, we're definitely not We're definitely not allowing that. What did the con... I thought you said there was a Last of Us puns. They are. It's, well, they're the Last of Us jokes like, in the book that she finds. Oh. That doesn't make it any better. Please stop. <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess I have to ask the obligatory question. Has anyone's tech broken this week? The answer from me is always a no. Uh, I had I have to think about it for a second. No, nothing this week. Yeah, if, if if you have to think about it, you probably didn't have to take it to a repair store. Uh, Josh, anything from you? No, everything's functional. So thanks for cursing me. Cool. That <laughs> great. Can't wait to ask you if your refrigerator is running next week. Um, that does mean that we get to move to the fallback uh Krispy Kreme sponsorship section <laughs> of Josh's oh, oh. album of the week. Josh, hold on, what? hold on, oh, hold on. Oh, speaking God of God damn it. Speaking of Krispy Kreme, I would uh, like to uh just remind everyone about that Donut King uh, PlayStation deal that was going on, which both me and Josh missed out of. It does not sound like Krispy Kreme. It, it does not, but I just want to let everyone know that advertisements for that have started up again, which means they're probably in stock now, and now i got to go try and find them. So, fun fact, I went down to, uh, well, I was in two separate Donut King locations recently because of, like, doctors and whatnot. So, it was, uh, <laughs> and both of them were not only selling, not selling those donuts, they weren't even open. <laughs> they apparently haven't been open for weeks. <laughs> so, I don't think they're doing too well, old Donut King. We're putting them out of business. Finally. Someone speaking up about the Donut King regime that we're slowly bringing down with the introduction of Krispy Kreme. Anyway, Josh, your album for this week. What is it? Yes, so I don't think Seth's listened to it, and I'm not sure about you, Patrick, but I decided to, to pick a, a very popular album that was a different genre, and I'll probably continue doing so. Um, I picked Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, have you guys listened to it? or Absolutely not. I probably heard Kendrick Lamar here and there, but it's not, he's not someone I go and listen to on my own. Kind of similar boat for me. Uh, there's probably a few songs on there that I've heard, but I haven't listened to the album. Okay, well, it's it's a pretty good album. I, I've listened to it through a couple of times, but there's a few sort of standout songs. Uh, some little quick little fact notes I, I found on there. Uh, it sold 324,000 copies in the US alone within its first week of release and debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200. 
And then uh, it, oh, it released on the, the 15th of March 2015. And in 2020, it was added to Rolling Stone's top, top 500 greatest albums of all times at rank 19. And wow. just on okay. Kendrick Lamar, Seth would definitely know at least some songs because he also, I'm gonna, I don't understand if it was produced or if he just had a major part in it. But he, he did a, a lot of the stuff for the uh, Black Panther soundtrack as well. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that I did and it was know. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Album of the week. Cool. Um, speaking of music, I was at a team lunch today for work, and uh, I need to ask: Does anyone else? Does anyone else like if they hear a song or even like a cover of a song that their brain just gets stuck trying to figure out what that song is? You know, like yes, you're, you're trying definitely. to beat, you're trying to beat Shazam. You know what I mean? You're trying to go for that high score billboard just so you can put ass at number one. So I'm going to interrupt, kind of there. I, I still actively play Hurdle, which is like a wordle equivalent that plays like the start of a song and you have to guess what the song is. Um, so yes, I absolutely have that problem. <laughs> I've been playing the Africa Kingdom Hearts Toto? variant of it and today's one that really fucks me up because I knew the song on the first hint. But I was like, no, no, I, I need to hit, listen to it a little bit more just to make sure that I've got it right instead of going for the guess like a dumbass. <laughs> And um, uh, yeah, the second hint, absolutely knew what the song was, put it in, and I got it correct. I was like, really should have gone for the one hit uh, win on that. Absolutely. Wait, sorry, 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 guys, hold up for a sec. What's that, Steve? Patrick should go back to his story? Oh, well, I mean, you know, well, well seeing as he suggested it. Um, so I was at a team lunch today, and I heard a cover of Instant Crush by Daft Punk. But the problem was, I'd already started re regaling a story uh, to the rest of the team. And so they kept wondering why I was interrupted. And I'm pretty sure it was because my brain was just stuck trying to figure out what the song was by, by Daft Punk. And what was funny was one of the people there is actually a massive Daft Punk fan, but, but doesn't know Random Access Memories as well as the earlier stuff. Uh, so uh, I, it, unfortunately, it devolved into someone else from, a, from the team telling a story. And then I just blurted out, it's instant crush. Uh, and they went, what are you talking about? And it was like, oh, you know, that the cover of that song that was playing like five minutes ago. Uh, I resisted the urge to look it up and I was right. Uh, very proud moment for me. Uh, that's the only thing that I had really to contribute to the song section, but I thought it was kind of topical, kind of fun. Um, right. But Patrick, so, what, what does yeah. uh, Daft Punk have to do with Kendrick Lamar? Well, I was going to ask what Kendrick Lamar has to do with Krispy Kreme. So I guess we're all just like lost <laughs> wondering, wondering random thoughts today, aren't we? Uh, um, anyway, Steve's asking me if you guys know. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fucking didn't matter how prepared I was for that. I'm still disappointed. Patrick, I'm just choosing yeah. not to acknowledge it. <laughs> Finally, thank you for being so brave in this moment. <laughs> the, the longer the silence goes, the less inclined he'll be to interrupt us for it later. <laughs> See, the thing is that both Stephen and I, when we tell these bad jokes, the longer the silence, the more we feed off it. <laughs> I do enjoy that for the one week that Steve isn't here, he decided I'm going to haunt the one person that I disagree with most on the podcast, which I guess is fitting in a way. But thank you, Josh, for carrying this, the spirit of Steve, even though neither Seth nor I really asked you to and begged you to stop <laughs> before we started recording. So uh, on to Round the Lounge for this week. Uh, Seth, what have you been up to? Uh, I got a couple of topics I could talk about. I've uh, been watching a lot of Stranger Things lately to get ready for season four, and I finished it season two recently. Uh, I just finished Moon Knight today, and I've been playing a little bit more Far Cry 6, and I got a lot to bitch about Ubisoft with that game. Uh, can't wait, I guess. Josh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, most of what I've done is play The Last of Us Part 2 that we can't really talk about, so listen next week. Um, 
I played a, a couple of hours of Uncharted 2, and that's about it. Uh, Last of Us 2 was a lot longer than I had expected. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? <laughs> can't, can't wait to not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seth, have you, have you not finished Ace Attorney 3? No, not yet. I've been so busy with other things, I haven't had the chance to go and to read through that. I plan on finishing that soon, once I finish uh, the, the editing backlog that I have. Uh, I will get back onto that. Once we talk about uh, The Last of Us TM. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2 TM, rather. Exactly. Um, I, it's got to be the same week that we have The Last of Us 2 <laughs> topic, because then uh, yep. the Ace Attorney topic gets overshadowed by it. We've been, we've been, <laughs> just, we've been just drawing out uh, the, the audience uh, with bated breath for the last four episodes, but you know what? Fuck it. Make it a fifth one. That's fine. Uh, what have I been up to? I've uh, uh, played Monster Hunter Rise, actually, getting, pretty, getting, getting ready for Sunbreak, but uh, we've already covered Rise quite a bit uh, in previous episodes. Go back, listen to those. Uh, so if, if we need something else to talk about, I will probably discuss my, uh, little foray, if you will, uh, into mini motorways. Uh, but that will be held in reserve because we might not even need it. So, uh, quick round the lunch for this week. We don't have S- Steve to make a shitty pun. Why don't we go straight into, uh, Moon Knight? So I, I know very little about Moon Knight other than it being in the Marvel universe. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know very little about Moon Knight outside of the series. Um, the most I've seen of Moon Knight is uh, out of context panels that have been edited, which made Moon Knight look like a much funnier character than he actually is. Unfortunately, there, there's a lot of um, stuff about uh, Moon Knight wanting to get money off Dracula or calling the Avengers trying to figure out where Dracula is so he can go get his money. Or as he's throwing his uh, weapons, he's just yelling random bullshit go instead of like any sort of catchphrase. So those, so those were those are fun edits that unfortunately don't translate to what Moon Knight actually is. But isn't every... You know what? <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Thank you for listening to episode 24, everyone. <laughs> we promise we'll come okay. back stronger next week. The funny part is that that was actually a Steve joke because he wrote that in the chat like a week ago I, and I just happened to remember it. I'd like to counter the point that no, not every night is a moon night because we have new moon nights where the moon is uh, not visible. Mate, it's the same moon. <laughs> it's, it's always in the sky. <laughs> would you say that that joke is quite meta? A meta night, if you will? Shout out to Kirby. I would say that it was like walking into your sister's room and tripping on a, bar- on a bra. It's a bit of a booby trap. Why sister? All right, now I'm done with That's this just episode. Weird. I don't know. That was one of the Last of Us jokes. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Seth, you and I, you and I have the power here. We could just walk away. We could walk away right now. We could, okay. we could go to Krispy Kreme. We could go to Krispy Kreme right now and just leave Josh to finish the rest of this episode. Oh, There's a lot could- of jokes. I mean, I could just read them in a list. <laughs> we could just kick him out. Okay, if I can say one more, I won't, I won't, I won't do another Last of Us one because I actually oh, think this God. one's genuinely quite good. Alright, you ready? Why would you not start with that one? <laughs> because I was building up to it. <laughs> Comedy is an art form, Patrick. <laughs> no, this one, I mean, uh, I think it's funny, but it's quite dumb. Um, right, thank you for building it up. You might as well tell us now. <laughs> I think it's quite good. I, I hate that. I hate that so much. Uh, <laughs> that one, that one is annoyingly pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, so, Seth, tell us what Moon Knight is actually about. Okay, so Moon Knight follows the uh, the adventures of uh, 
Of M- Oscar uh, Isaac of, of, of and- M-, M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> no, Oscar <laughs> Isaac and his multiple personality disorder. Oh, that's way less fun. Um, so he starts off as a character named um, Stephen Grant, who's a, um, who works at a museum in Britain. But he, uh, right. he keeps having these um, episodes where he'll black out and then he'll wake up somewhere else completely. And uh, the show builds up until it, um, it eventually shows that he has a second personality uh, named Mark Spector. And Mark Spector's um, made a deal with uh, uh, the Egyptian god... Uh, God, this is it. This is tripping me out right now. Uh, Konshu. Um, and... <laughs> the crab and- thing from Monster Hunter? <laughs> no. Are you sure? I- I'm pretty sure. Are you sure about that? Uh, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, it's Konshu. It's Konshu. That's, that's the Egyptian god that's, um, uh, that Mark Spector's made a, um, a, a pact with, and he's, um, gives basically gives him the powers to become the Moon Knight. And uh, the show's basically about a battle between Konshu and uh, the goddess Amets and her uh, followers who are trying to revive her because by reviving her, they uh, will basically kill anyone in the world that in, in any point in time in their future or their past, if they're going to do a bad action, then they deserve death right now. And, uh, wait, wait, and, and, and we're stopping this. Yeah, because Contru believes in punishing people after the crime, while Amats believes in just uh, ripping them out before they get get the chance. And I'm, that's, I'm that's, kind of on board with Amat in this. In the, in that this that is the whole ethical argument to be had of like, if you know someone's going to commit a crime, should you punish them before they commit it? Or it really depends where the line is, isn't it? Like, uh, this this guy like sneezed in public. Oh, oh see you, mate. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they they never go as far as to say what um how far the line is for like what they consider to be punishable by death. So so Seth so Seth hypothetically right say say your will are met and and you really want to kill people you know before they do bad things. Uh, if someone was to come on a very famous, well regarded podcast like Fast Travel Lounge and just read shitty Last of Us jokes, should oh, they no. die? I'm on the side of uh, I'd wait until they do the shitty podcast jokes and then I feel like I'm justified. If I do it before then, then the police are going to have a lot of questions. So basically, either way you're saying that um, it's a death threat for me. Impunishable <laughs> by death, yes. Uh, yes, okay. Yeah. So, so not, not only a threat, it's, it's carrying. All right, all right, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring out your best friend, the guillotine. You've been parading it around this election a lot. That's true. <laughs> Right, so, uh, so, so what, what, what's the tone of Moon Knight? Because that sounds, you know, fairly good versus evil, but I could also see them doing that as kind of like a, um, uh, well, the last sort of Egyptian god battle movie that I can think of is weirdly Last of Us, like, um, not Last of Us, Night at the Museum Last 3. Oh my god, what a great movie. <laughs> All the Night at the Museums are great, but uh, it's- They it's are, so I'm mix- just wondering what sort of tone we're at. It's a mix between comedy and suspense and drama, like the sort of drama you get in any uh, Marvel thing. So bad. A little, <laughs> a little bit, little bit of good, a little bit of bad. You take what you can get with Marvel. Hey, Will, hmm. Will Armet would kill you for that, Josh. I'm just saying, be careful, man. <laughs> man, I'm already dead from reading the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You're already dead inside. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like mystery elements of like as you're going along, you're trying to piece together what's be uh, what's uh, happening, like. When Steven first begins blacking out, you're like, oh, wh- why is he suddenly in Eastern Europe instead of England? Uh, 
And then he yeah, starts that, getting- that is a good question. He starts getting phone calls from a woman who uh, is calling him Mark and you're like, oh, I wonder where that's going to lead. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and things just keep escalating and escalating. And as, uh, as uh, one puzzle gets unveiled, another one um, it takes its place, which is always interesting. Right. Uh, so uh, it seems like that they're trying to rely on the, the multiple personality thing for a bit. So does the suspense build up into another climax or is it kind of grappling with the reveal of the multiple personality? And is that a spoiler, by the way? Because you just kind of dropped that. No, no, it's, uh, it's revealed at the end of the first episode about the multiple personalities. And the whole premise of, um, of uh, Moon Knight is that the main personality is Mark Spector. So starting off with Stephen Grant is kind of like, when are they going to get to Mark? Did you also mention Oscar Isaacs or did I just imagine that? Oscar Isaac is the, uh, is the actor playing the character. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought, I, thought I was having a moment. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, uh, if you've seen uh, Star Wars, he's, um, he's uh, uh, Poe, I think his name is in that. Sure. Yeah, he's he's he's, good he's film, also sorry. a fantastic actor in this. Like he he plays um the two personalities very well, and there's scenes where he has to like interact with himself. So he's got to act as uh, Stephen, and then he's got to act again as Mark, and like bounce off himself. And those it are sounds done like um ah oh, it sounds like split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah. the actor, the actor, um, J- uh, James McAllister. I think that's his name. Yeah. God, what a- he did such a good job in that movie. I just really like him as an actor. Um, you know, that, uh, you know, Split, um, X-Men, quite liked him. In, and, um, oh, there was like a psychological art heist thing. Shoot, it's going to come to me. Yeah, this is, <laughs> be prepared for an instant crush moment. We're going to go like <laughs> 10 minutes. I'm just going to yell out the name of the movie. Um, but yeah, I like him as an actor. So hopefully Oscar Isaac. Wait, Oscar Isaac or Jason Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Why am I thinking Jason Isaac from something? I don't know. Well, you went Egyptian gods, and then now you're going on, like, Greek demigods, so I'm not quite sure. Well, no, because um, Jason Isaac's the, uh, the, the, the Malfoy dad, isn't he, from Harry Potter? I have no idea. Ah, doesn't matter. Random moment for me. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, did, have, did you enjoy it? Was, were, were there parts that you liked more than others? Were there parts that you disliked more than others? Uh, tell, tell us how you felt through the roller coaster of emotions that is Moon Knight. I, I feel like I enjoyed it overall. Like, it was, it was uh, pretty much on the uh, upside the entire time. I don't feel like there was any low points in the show. Uh, it, was, it did a pretty good job of keeping things entertaining throughout the entire run. Um, it's also pretty short. It's only six episodes, so each of them 40 minutes long. So it's it doesn't feel dragged out like the Netflix uh, Marvel shows. They they were all good, but they went longer than they needed to. So you'd get around to like the halfway to three quarter point where it felt like they started to drag out. But um, right. the yep. Disney Plus shows have been keeping the episode count short to avoid that problem, and I feel like that's to been save money. Out very oh, sorry, well. yeah, no, that that yeah, exactly, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it also to save money one. and everything. <laughs> but it, in terms of like the plot, it it helps it to just stay focused across the six episodes rather than <laughs> have a weird off tangent. So the question is: Is it a good enough show to justify someone wanting to go and get Disney Plus to see it? Um, does anything justify giving money to Disney? Yeah, no, it was point? a very loaded question. I just want to know what Seth says before, you know, Will Amet comes and kills him. Do, does Disney Plus have a free trial? I, I assume it has a free trial. Get the free trial to watch it at Moon Knight. I, I don't think it actually does. Yeah, it I, might I assume not. It's, 
I'm pretty sure it's one of those like dollar for the first month type free trials, which is is not free. It's just heavily discounted. It's a dollar. <laughs> yeah. That, thank you, Seth. Yeah, it is a dollar. That that is what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy how that works. I know, right? It's a hundred cents. That's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, hundred cents. <laughs> think about it. You. That makes. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm phoning Will Ahmet right now. <laughs> it, it, I'd, I'd say it was worth um, it's worth a month price of our uh, Disney Plus to watch it. Uh, the dollar or full price? The full oh price. My God. The oh my full price. Is it, is it worth the dollar to watch it? <laughs> See, oh I would God, say what, no. <laughs> what a bar. Oh. Terrible. All right. Well, while um, while so you're I at guess- it, also watch What If, since you've got a month to watch both. Because what if was gen- generally fantastic as well. Um, can you give us a quick 30 second synopsis of that? Because that wasn't what we we're going to talk about. And I'm terrified that you're going off the rails a bit here. And I have no control over my co-host. But give I- us the 30 second synopsis. <laughs> I was going to stop. But okay. Uh, what if is uh, is a animated series where they take uh, the past Marvel movies and they go, what if this part of it was different? So the first episode, just to give an example, is what if it was... Um, a- uh, Peggy Carter that uh, took the super soldier serum instead of um, uh, Steve Rogers and she becomes uh, Captain America instead of him. Hank Hill's wife? <laughs> that's, that's, that's Peggy Hill, not Peggy Carter. She would sell so much propane. <laughs> and propane accessories. Um, okay, no, fair enough. Uh, I, I guess we have to do the obligatory out of 10. What would you give it? Uh, probably a 9. That's Damn. quite high. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's probably coming off the high of just finishing it, and I might lower it to an eight after a little bit of thinking, but no, right now it's it, it was a lot of fun to watch through, so I enjoyed it quite a bit. Fantastic. Uh, well, I guess that's uh, uh, honestly a higher endorsement than I thought for, <laughs> for Moon Knight based on how it was described, but yeah, cool. Yeah, it's- um, thank you for that. <laughs> No problem. It's it's hard to give too much away because it's such a like a suspense thing. So I don't want to go like going into all the details of uh, what happens with the different storylines. Yeah, fair enough. How would it compare to another Disney masterpiece like Mulan, the original animated movie? See, Mulan's a ten. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, asking asking loaded asking loaded questions is a good way to just get murdered for for thinking wrongly so i'm just saying be careful out there man <laughs> see my scale doesn't change like the pokemon scale does so a nine <laughs> is still a nine out of ten i'm never the, gonna the leave old, that the down old, the old disney discount <laughs> <laughs> the dollar <laughs> <laughs> uh no thank you for that steve uh oh god i'm so sorry thank you for that seth <laughs> I, I thought you were saying that here. to Josh for the interruptions. <laughs> Same. You're we'll going to play that it off. Oh, man. Future Seth will figure out which one of those is funnier and just edit that one in. Uh, Josh, <laughs> Uncharted Part 2. You said that- Oh, uh, God, please don't it, do that. So- <laughs> I hate The Last of Us for calling the sequel Part 2. Don't do that to Uncharted as well. <laughs> Uncharted 2. Uh, among Uncharted games. Part 2, the sequel. <laughs> it's definitely not the sequel. It, it, is it, it not is technically a, a sequel? It it's is. after well, no. the events of the first one. No. Oh my fuck. It's He's on speed dial, bro. I, I will ring him. <laughs> oh, I've genuinely lost. It's a sequel. <laughs> it is, but that's not what the name of it is. It's Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Is it Among Thieves? Yeah, okay. Yeah, what was the first cool. one called? It was like it was about Eldorado, but... Ah, oh, Drake's Fortune. Okay. 
Yes, um, Drake's fortune among thieves. Uh, uh, oh, what is the third one? No one played it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people played the it, but they didn't really like it from here. Yes, yeah. And Uncharted Three is called Drake's Deception. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, I was that, gonna say Drake right. something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were going with the main character's name. You had like a pretty high hit chance. You should have just gone for it. Should have, should have, would have, could have. Anyway, <laughs> tell us about Uncharted Two. I guess it probably would help to give a quick background on me playing Uncharted One. So what? I had a PS4 ages ago, very long time ago, that I got off Seth as like a, oh, cool, I'll, I'll buy it off you and I'll play a couple of games that I wanted to play. Uncharted was the game that sort of broke my back after playing a couple of other games and went, I don't want this console. And I got rid of it. <laughs> I hated the game that much. Um, so after being bullied for the last couple of weeks to play Uncharted 2, um, <laughs> I was like, uh, I'll give it a go. And uh, both Seth and Patrick like it and a couple of mutual friends of ours. And I picked up the game and immediately went, wow, this is dated. And then proceeded to do things that would make sense in common, like even, uh, I, would, I would just say newer video game standards. You jumped uh, out of that- a wall with flat tiles and expected <laughs> to climb it. Yeah, I was going to say, we do have to put that in context for the audience. The, the, we this do. Guy, this guy here looked at a wall and went, I'm a climb that, and then wondered why Drake just kind of stepped up to the wall and then fell down again. We watched him so, for about, fair- a, we watched him for like a minute trying to jump on like five different walls. And then we're at, in the end, we're like, just jump on the gate that looks like you can climb on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, to be fair, you have to take that with a grain of salt. I am a dumb shit. But. <laughs> not, not to mention, disable the alarm. The alarm is in the fuse box. But where is the fuse box? Looking oh, at the a cord fuse and box. And then kept staring at it going, I don't know what, where it is. Like, I can keep following the cord, but it ends here and I don't know where it is. Oh, look, that's it's actually the fuse box five minutes later. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Um, uh, and then yeah, he proceeds so- to turn off the alarm that apparently has no back to base system, and the alarm just turns off. Also, in the first, se- <laughs> first session, he- museum. also in the first session you were playing, you're like, "Oh, this controls like shit." It's like, yeah, he's wounded. He's moving sluggishly. It's on purpose. <laughs> he didn't. The movement didn't get any better once he was repaired. I don't think repair is the right word for a human. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the movement didn't get any better. Like it's still- once he used more than one percent of his power. <laughs> gonna be like what was that movie where she uses like 50 percent or something and goes like well like, lucy like, yeah lucy what, what if what if we used 100 of our brains do you know i don't think she even gets to 100 percent at the end of the movie i think it's close they were probably um, saving that for the sequel maybe <laughs> um but it still has the same problems after his um what's the non like repaired word uh, healed 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 <laughs> once he's healed um it's it's like it does the whole and i think i described it this way while i was playing it but it's like it's like gears of war cover style and it tries to force you into cover 24 7 and if you're just trying to run past something you, you're actively forced into cover half the time and it's so frustrating um, and if you press like circle to get off the wall, it's like, cool, I'm going to jump to the other wall. And I'm like, no, 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 get off the wall. <laughs> Plus, I, I'm still playing with a controller that I can't aim with. So that there is that. But like, there's, there's no run button. There's several sections where it's just like, hey, you, you've gone from freely controlling the camera to you can't move the camera at all. And here's this horrible camera angle where you'll be running through something and then the camera will go like 180 and look at you instead of looking behind you. And then you'll start running the opposite direction because the camera changed. So the controls changed and it's just a hard cut. It's, it's just, it, it's just so dated. I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, and the story so far is shit. 
I, I, I will grant you that it is rarer for games nowadays to shift the camera to a different perspective uh, for the sake of making a movement, like jumping across rooftops and things. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, admittedly, I haven't played it super recently, but I've definitely played like I my, my rose tinted glasses refused to believe that it was that hard to control back when I did play it quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, I, I'm also in the but same the thing boat is, of like, I haven't played it in You would have been in, in the like... mindset though, of that's how games played at that point in time. And that's how all of them played at that point in time. So it just, it, it would have been normal to you. Aren't you the guy that talked about how good an RPG from like 15 years ago still plays and how like you still play that, like and you've played more hours of that than like most other games on the planet? I'm to be fair, that, that was a PC game. They all kind of play the same. I'm also, myself, I'm of the opinion that games don't really age. Like, um, if, a, if a game is strong enough, then it stands the test of time. Like, um, the Mel Gibson. You're telling games. me the tank controls in the, resident, the original Resident Evil games don't feel dated to you. I haven't played and them. And the but opening the door animation how- for every single door. I haven't <laughs> played them, but... Going back how, to them how, and going into the mindset of this is how that game is played, I'd probably be yeah. fine with it. How does yeah. the tank control? Like, what do you have to do? <laughs> no, the, the, God damn, Patrick. <laughs> tank controls as in, like, you will press, like, left and then go, like, hard left or hard right or whatever, and you can only move in, like, four directions. And tank, every time that, you, you not, go to That's a, not tank controls. Tank controls is when you press left or right, your character starts rotating that direction, and then you press forward to move in the direction they're facing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Well, they turn. Okay, so I said that wrong. They turn left, and then you can press W to move in the direction you're facing. So in you in can only go Sly one way 3, at a time. In Sly Three: Honor Among Thieves, uh, the tank controls were for a PlayStation Two era game. Your left and right analog stick were independent controls for the tank treads left and right. So if you wanted to go forward, not, you not to an press. actual tank. It's just a turn. I don't care. I'm on a roll. <laughs> Leave me alone. So you had to move both analog sticks up to move forwards, both analog sticks down to move backwards. And then if you wanted to move forwards and turn, you had to move one up and not touch the other one. But if you wanted to stay on the same spot and turn, you could spin one up and one down. And it was a little odd to get used to, but I'm pretty sure I can now qualify. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm now qualified to fly a helicopter after understanding those movement controls. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, section very well. And I also had to come to terms with the controls for that, but they are a lot of fun. Mm, they are. They are. Uh, so where did you get up to or where are you up to currently in Uncharted 2? Uh, that's a good question. Where did I end it? So you, I- You ended it right okay, after- fine. I'll say it. You ended up in, when you first arrived in Nepal after running and gunning away from the truck, which was the major selling point of Uncharted that, 2 back from the- That was the selling it was point? Either, it was the demo or the trailer, I forget which, of Uncharted 2 That was the worst part of the game so far. That's because you died in a that section wasn't... I've never seen anyone die in before. That, hey. that was not the selling point. The selling point was the moving train section midway through the no, game. No, no, but but they but but they always they always ended the trailer with the section of the of the the truck driving after Nathan while while Nathan's just firing the gun behind him. I can't believe people thought that was fun. I just looked at it and was like, okay, well, I've got a little gun that's shooting like probably seven six two by like whatever caliber it is, and it's not going to pierce that armored truck. There's no fucking, especially while I'm holding it with one arm, shooting it behind me, flailing. So I was like, why would I shoot this gun and waste my ammo? And then I died. And it didn't, it yeah, didn't, it didn't tell didn't me. Yeah, you didn't shoot your gun it, and waste the ammo. This, this is also another thing of why I think you, you like, it's, uh, it's uh, something you don't enjoy because it's, it's supposed to be like a rompy action flick. So 
you you don't have to do everything that makes sense in it as long as like for the enjoyment it happens. I would rather have I, I would enjoy having sixty more bullets <laughs> than and, I would have enjoyed and, firing sixty bullets at that truck. Well, I guess you know. Let's let's look at the flip side. Did you enjoy having the truck uh, crushing your rib cage? I mean, it was more funny than than the successful one. I will admit. <laughs> Especially uh, when I, I mean, died twice, because the I'm, first time I was like, I'm not going to shoot this. And then the second time, I think I shot one clip and you're like, why did you stop shooting? And I was like, oh, I have to shoot the truck. <laughs> I just... <laughs> the game the game tells you. The game tells it you tells me how to shoot. To it doesn't tell you that I have to shoot. I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, well, that makes sense. On, I can what? shoot behind me. It, what? <laughs> I just thought it was in general. That tutorial message popping up would be for you to do it in that segment. So I just jo- did, Josh, I, I just figured I could outrun the truck. Josh over <laughs> okay. here sees the tutorial in Cuphead for jump and dash and goes, only an idiot would jump and dash over the obstacle <laughs> that I need to jump and dash at. I'm going to walk into it and then say that the game's shit because I'm not playing it right. Okay. Okay. I, I play a lot of gun games that are quite simulatory and... Like, if you, like, shoot around, that, that round, if you don't have that round later, you're probably going to die because you wasted My that My brother bullet. in Christ, like, you were the one commenting on how Drake, uh, Drake was jumping and staying in the air for three seconds. He did take on, a very long time to jump. Like, he was just jumping, just keep floating. Did you, think that, did you think that the game would give you unrealistic <laughs> jump physics and then hyper-realistic bullet mechanics? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the habit that I don't want to waste the ammo. And then, like, like, I don't know, you're, man. You're There's just so that, many things with you're this. You're saying that now, but the first moment you got a gun in, it, like, right after the stealth section, <laughs> you started <laughs> running and shooting everything. And then you're That's like, so oh, there's so much ammo. And it's like, yeah, it's the opposite of Uncharted. You get a lot of ammo. The uh, game, sorry, the it's the opposite like, of The Last of Us. The, the game's like, okay, the enemy hasn't seen you yet. You can stealth your way through this campsite. And you're just like, but what if I executed all of them with this unsilenced pistol? I'm okay, just saying- but- the flip side is that the stealth mechanics are so shit that I couldn't stand to do them. And every time I would walk up to someone, it wouldn't stealth them. It would just punch them in the head and everyone tell, would come running. Tell and me I, how stealthy the truck jumping, went, Josh. In the stealth section, you were jumping and running at people in their line of sight. <laughs> <laughs> that was because I'd given up. That was before I, you had to even try it. I don't th- were you there the very first time that they told you how to do stealth? Yeah, yeah was was. Patrick was. I don't know if you were. I was, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So me me literally just going, oh, that's how you stealth and just punching them in the head, like and just not not even doing the stealth takedown. I'm like, cool game, cool. And then you're <laughs> and then you're immediately thrown into like a big stealth zone and your first instinct was I'm gonna jump over this left wall, run into this guy that's taking <laughs> a smoke break, punch him out, <laughs> then to go fair, to this I guy out, like, in the three middle of them the before I got shot. Well actually I didn't even get shot. I I didn't know that they could ring an alarm. I thought they were just gonna start fighting it's me. It's a stealth section. I didn't. It didn't look like a stealth section to me. That's why I ran and jumped it's over a, and started punching it's people. A, it's a museum heist. Of course, it's stealth. It's look. It, look, it's stealthy if there's no survivors. Seth, <laughs> Seth, you and I are gonna have to bail Josh out one day, and he's gonna be in the prison, and he's gonna say, <laughs> "I had no idea that the that, that, that the museum guards had walkie-talkies or any ability to sound an alarm." <laughs> After, All I did was punch people in the head. An alarm. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was run I've up to people, the punching Why them would in the head. <laughs> Crazy how that works. So which one of you gets to be Chloe? <laughs> 
I'm I'm assuming uh, I have the bigger boobs here. <laughs> it just it just hurts because like through all of it, it's just active. It's just like active antagonism from Josh on the part of playing through the game. Just all the parts where it's like, wow, the the writing from an objective standpoint is very good to establish character dynamics in this one scene. Meanwhile, Josh is still upset that punching a guy in the head didn't count as stealth. Where was the good character dynamics? Oh, the, the whole see, story so far is so there bad. There we go. Because you weren't paying attention because you kept complaining about things over the dialogue. Like, yeah, uh, I, got told, like, like, I got told that their teeth were black, but the fact that I can't rotate the camera to see that their teeth are black makes this an inferior game. Also, also I want that to bring, up, I want I to said, bring yes. up that the most painful part was actually when there was a, a brilliant joke. Me, Patrick, and uh, one of Patrick's friends go, oh, it still, it still holds up to this day. And then five seconds later, Josh is like, what was a joke? <laughs> I didn't get the joke. Okay, I misunderstood the joke. So the joke was, uh, how did it start? There's Basically, it's like there's a guy up there, like approaching me. There's a guy me. above you. There's a guy above you. And yeah, there's a guy above down, you. And then he he starts going. There's a guy below you. There's a guy below you. And so I didn't correlate the fact that I threw the person down and he was now below me. I thought he was saying there's a guy below me, there's a guy below me because Flynn was still below me. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, it's not it that was funny. was Flynn on the radio. I know, but, I, but Flynn was below me on the radio. I, was, I, I just, I didn't think it was that funny. Now that I know it was the guy that was falling below me, it holds up considerably better. <sighs> <laughs> the best part was that uh, Patrick's friend was in physical pain when Josh was like, I didn't get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, it's no, it's no Last of Us pun book. So, I mean, is it really a joke? Not, not to mention <laughs> puns we, we don't all, qualify all, as jokes. That, and, and we, all, we all comments on how young Sully looks. You know, just a strapping Mark Wahlberg type figure, if you will. Uh, and then Josh over here goes, "Man, he looks old as fuck." <laughs> he does. I didn't have the Uncharted Four comparison. He said literally, he looked old in Uncharted looks Four. Looks like so. Stan Lee in Uncharted Four. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> oh god! Should, I put this, should, should we mention the Stan Lee thing? By the way, what's the Stan, Stan Lee, Lee thing? thing? Um, uh, the Stan Lee estate sold the rights uh, to Stan Lee's likeness and digital recreation to Disney recently. Oh my god! Oof. So this isn't part that, of the this isn't part of the Stan Lee's Twitter account's NFT scam, is it? I feel like that shouldn't be legal for multiple reasons, but we'll just leave it there. Disney yeah. doesn't care because they did it with um. Uh, Carrie Fisher for Star Wars. Which is still wrong. It they could, is, they could have killed her off in such a better way and they decided to do some Superman shit and then CGI her into the next one. Oh and my make god, her a terrible that's character. right. Yeah. Oh my I'm god. in the vacuum of space, but don't to, worry. To be fair- I can fly she, now. To be fair, she died after episode eight, so it wasn't <laughs> a choice to kill her off in that movie and then whatever, but like digitally recreating her for episode nine to- uh, to- just put her into that movie was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So, mm. uh, back to- Actually, back wait, to wait, but before we move on, <sighs> just as quickly, speaking of, like, deepfake technology, Kendrick Lamar also released a new video that has deepfakes in it that is incredible, and if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it because it's really, really cool tech. It's a really Title good song. Video? Uh, it is- Oh, my God, what is it? Start, it's, like, part five, but is it the love part five? You guys should go, go heart, watch this Kendrick Lamar video. Five? The heart part five. The heart part five. Very good. Thank you, Josh. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> back to Uncharted 2. You are in the first, uh, well, after the truck section, uh, kind of action-y sequence in Nepal. Uh, yes. Where the game, um, 
I'm not going to say the game gets better after that part because I actually quite enjoyed the the mystery of you know Borneo and stuff that you were doing beforehand. So uh, it seems like you don't have any intention to keep playing. Probably not. No, not until I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm wondering. More. I'm wondering when you're going to grow up. I haven't so far. <laughs> Look, we're, we're 27 or 28 years in. I've known him for 14 years. I've just always yeah, had COVID. I'm long, just the head of the yeah, crowd. Long, long COVID really hits different, huh? <laughs> Especially when you get it in 2007. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, wow, The Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2 were like one of the best games I've ever played. And then I go play the game that you guys were comparing to Last of Us. And I'm like, this is okay, shit. Okay, I wouldn't say <laughs> it's the same it's- team. I wouldn't say I'm comparing them because I like them for very different reasons. People keep comparing them to me. Hey, you played this. You should play this. And I'm like, hey, Seth, Seth, you like them for different reasons reasons because Donut Drake isn't available in Last of Us. (laughs) Yes, Donut Drake isn't available in uh, Uncharted 4 either. And they're cowards for doing that. Could you imagine if Donut Drake was, well, like Donut Joel was available in Last of Us? (laughs) That would have made the game fantastic. Just donut Ellie following Donut Joel. <laughs> Do- donut Clickers. Donut, donut Joel going fa- uh, fisticuffs with a bloater. <laughs> the bloater is smaller than Donut Joel. <laughs> it's Very actually good. just a fair fight at that point. It's just bare knuckle brawling. <laughs> <laughs> or just the bloaters are donut skin, but they actually throw donuts instead of the acid blobs. Oh, true, true. Is it Krispy Kreme bloaters though? would like to sponsor us. Better be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so I guess I have to ask, although I suspect I know the answer, what would you give Uncharted 2 out of 10 based on what you've played so far, given you probably won't pick it up again? A 10. Thanks, Seth. I figured that. Josh, what about you? Um, I think probably a four. Probably a four. The music was quite good. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an indictment on the education system in Australia. (laughs) This man does not realize that eight is in fact higher than four. Uh, I think he meant to say eight, which eh, fair enough. That's a pretty good score. I would have given it like a nine or a ten personally, but that's fine, I guess. Definitely a ten. Two, uh, two and you, four uh, are both fantastic games. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'll play more. I think it's like ten hours long total. I'm like three hours in or something. So maybe, maybe I'll play more. I haven't got anything else to play. So I think, I think it's closer to twelve, twelve-ish. Maybe a I, bit longer. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say eight to ten myself. That's about how long it took me for my normal runs. Might be thinking of a different game. But yeah, no, it, it, it isn't a super long game, but it is quite enjoyable. Uh, it still has uh, some of my favorite um, just average, kind of video uh, game time, moments, honestly. The average time on how long to beat is 10 and a half hours for regular playthrough and 21 and a half hours for 100%. That is insane because 100% is just collecting all the collectibles as you're going through no, this no, path. But it's not because it's also going back and beating it on crushing, which you can only beat oh, once, yeah, once you true. beat the game once. That is very true. Follow for more. I do um, have an uncharted no. hot take that I want to hear your opinion on, though, Patrick. <sighs> yeah, right. Um, because Uncharted is such a uh, like, it's very much built around the narrative and the characters. I yes. actually think because Uncharted Three is such a clusterfuck with its story and characters and everything, like. I'd probably rank that the worst in the series, even though it's got it's a, a step between two and four in best gameplay. The worst in the series, including number one. Including number one, yeah. Like overall, oh I enjoy three the least. Well, wow. 
You see, jo Josh has a hot take to counter yours, Seth, in that Josh would rather play Balan's Wonderworld uh, four times, I believe is what he said. I forgot we were meant to bring one. that up. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious to see if that holds up. Uh, I guess we'll look forward to the first of Balan's Wonderworld's playthrough uh, next week, right, Josh? See, the thing is, I said Uncharted 1, and I was never going to play that anyway. And I'm yeah, also not going really to play Balan's four times. Yeah. I'm not buying Balan's Wonderworld. When it, when it gets cheap enough to be on special for like $5, I will play through it four times. Ju just I will make it the you? worst for you and I will buy you a physical copy. A fi yeah, I, I, I won't I, even I, I, I will touch chip the physical copy. I will chip copy. in for that, Seth. <laughs> I will not put a physical copy. I don't even know if I have a disc. No, I do. I do have a disc drive one because I have Gran Turismo. So I, I guess a physical copy would work, but I don't want to use it. It'll just be in your house, taking up some sort of mind space. It's taking up space in my house. Like, that's, that's why I don't have physical games. <laughs> you, you, ever get the, you ever get that feeling when you're feeling particularly altruistic and you're like, yeah, I could probably afford multiple mosquito blankets or like a goat for a village. Um, I'm, I'm willing <laughs> to chip for in a for village, even. Balan, Balan's Wonderworld for Josh. Uh, it's it's ten dollars oh no. <laughs> DB games for the PS4 version. <laughs> Still way higher than I thought it would be. Honestly, <laughs> how much is I, um how much is Babylon's Fall by comparison? Give me a second, because they're both hey, Square you, Enix terrible both games. Came out around the same time, sixty dollars. You you just you oh. just want to call yourself in the top two players of ba of Babylon's Fall. Oh, I could be <laughs> the number one in Balan's Wonderworld. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, right, I think we've probably finished up on the Uncharted 2 discussion. Looking forward to Balan's Wonderworld review coming next week. Or maybe hey. the week after if we actually get to Last of Us Part 2 next week. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> time, is a, time is an illusion and we have no organizational skills. Uh, next up on the list for Round the Lounge, why don't we bounce it back to Seth? You want to bitch about Ubisoft? You have 10 minutes. The floor is yours. 10 minutes? Josh had like 40 for Uncharted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mate, I didn't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah, I played some more uh, Far Cry 6 with um, Trinity, and that's been going well. We're slowly making more progress throughout the story. Um, the last thing we did was uh, doing a mission with a character that I've been enjoying a lot. Um, it'd help if I remembered his name right now, but he's basically the inventor that's helping you out through the journey. And oh, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Close. He's black, though. <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci. <laughs> um, we just did a mission where we Don't had get cancelled. Don't get cancelled. Don't get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a, uh, a mission where he's uh, got this armor uh, tractor. He's, uh, well, like a big machine. He's calling Daisy and it's turning fuel into napalm. And so he's planning to make bombs to uh, bomb that uh, the main villain even possibly so possible like chemistry wise to turn fuel into napalm i don't know i do well, not I mean, care to find out <laughs> na napalm is um polystyrene and petrol so yeah like doing that in in a tractor <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a tractor that, it was a big ass Josh, machine he made that, that tractor that has like a an name it filled like an entire cave uh, oh, okay. That's a bit more dramatic than I thought. Okay. <laughs> Not even a workshop or like a barn or something. Just no, like, he was yeah, doing I've it got, in the middle of a cave. I've, I've, I've got Daisy trapped in a cave making napalm. Everyone's um, like, I'm sorry, what? My, my favorite part, though, is like he's like he's really upset about Daisy being broken and stuff. And he's like, um, it, it's like he's feeling very uh, sorrowful as it's blown up. But like he's, he's calling the napalm her babies and stuff and her her uh blood sweat and tears and then you're like um uh, 
uh, she would have loved to. Uh, she would have loved to see the um, end result or whatever. And he's like, "It's just a machine, man. Don't make it weird." It definitely sounds like he's making it weird. It does sound like he's making it weird. Yeah, this was Far Cry Six, right? Yeah. Why does it sound like an acid trip? <laughs> Far Cry's been an acid trip since free. I haven't played them, so. Yeah, that, yeah that, um, that'd be true, actually. The, Remember the back when want- it was just about dealing with malaria. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I want to bitch about, though, is um, uh, as we've been as we've been playing against Trin's like, why don't you have these uh, these weapons that I've been using? Because we both got the same edition of the game. You should have all these DLC weapons that came with it. I'm like, you- I don't know. I've downloaded everything. I've um. I've gone to the store, I've double-checked, I've got the season pass installed, I've got all the DLCs installed, I don't know why I don't have all the DLC weapons. Uh, Ubisoft is uh, fucking insane, and uh, family sharing doesn't work across systems. Because I bought the game on my US account, um, I'm only eligible to play the DLC missions, but I'm not entitled to the DLC rewards. What? How does that even work? I don't know, but for some reason they've locked that between family sharing, so I can only use uh, DLC weapons on my US account if I play through it. And the other thing I want to bitch about with Ubisoft being fucking insane is that um, to go and test this out, I went onto my US account to go play for a couple of hours so I could go and uh, retrieve the DLC uh, in the game itself just to test the theory that it was the family sharing restricting it. Um, it wouldn't let me pay- get past the press X to start the game screen unless I signed into Ubisoft Connect. Mm. Like, it literally would not let me continue until I made a separate Uplayer account for my US account. Wild. For a single-player game. Wow. DRM, baby. Gets worse every day. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, Ubisoft is fucking stupid. Or at least it doesn't run to Nuvo. Oh, God, yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give them time. Yeah, um, it's 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 been a really good game. It's just I this the last session I ran into a couple of things that just gave me a headache. And it's like Right. I, I'm glad I can still play the DLC stuff on my main accounts, but not having the DLC weapons is kind of a uh an annoying thing to run into. Isn't Far Cry Six the one where they paid that guy, the actor or whatever it was? Like yeah, a load of money to be Cito. Yeah, to be like he paid him like a load of money to be on the box and then say like a couple of voice lines and then for him not to be in the game pretty much at all. He's in the game. He's uh, had a cut fair, not like a ton of cutscenes. He's not as involved as like Vass or Pagan men were, but um, he's. But do you been- think he's like pretty much solo box character worthy in the game? Uh, at the I moment, mean, he's not no. Huh. He he's shown up in like four cutscenes maybe so far in the amount of time I've played and I've probably put in about 10 to 15 hours I think he he wow. was shortlisted for um best actor in a video game whatever that category was for video game awards yeah and that, that would have been really stupid because he's he hasn't had a ton of screen time yet like he he's written good he performs well but for like screen time that would have been slap in the face for a lot of people that perform in games okay another quick question for you you're playing for it with uh your partner um, are you just playing single player at the same pace? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, base, uh, it only runs off my account and my unlocks, so she'd, uh, she'd have to do everything again on her side for, like, her own unlockables and stuff, but basically it's just running through the single player missions in the co-op. So, so there, there is co-op that you play together? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're all in the open worlds together, like, just playing together at the same time. Hmm, okay. 
And yeah, I guess any, any I guess that's me done for Far Cry for now. No, I was just curious because the, the way that you said it was like a single player game, and then you always said you're playing with your partner. I was like, oh Ooh. right, right. You know, I mean, like primarily single player. Like, there's no massive multiplayer mode or like live service stuff or anything. It's wait, like wait, for wait, all Far Cry Six isn't a battle royale. <laughs> no, not yet. But it has guns. It has to be a battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has an open world map. Wait, when's Naruto getting added? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. uh, Why isn't Godzilla here? Naruto isn't in there, but Stranger Things is. What? Yeah, there's a Stranger Things deal uh, uh, mission in the game. I uh, don't even want to ask why. I don't know why, but Stranger Things gets put in a lot of video games and a lot of cross-promotional stuff. Hmm, that's a pretty strange thing. That's it. <laughs> Hello, Will Ahmet? Yeah, I got someone <laughs> to kill for wrong thing. Ring, ring. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I answer the phone. Uh- <laughs> also, also loved you and Bojack Horseman, by the way. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, right. No, fair enough. Thank you for that, sir. Um, yeah, I guess I got five minutes to talk about many motorways. Many motorways. Actually, it was partially developed. So, uh, as I understand it, might be wrong on this. Started as a mobile game and then came to Steam. I'm pretty sure, rather than the other way around. Uh, but uh, one of my mates. Uh, and um, was actually part of the the porting uh, development team to bring it from mobile to Steam. Which oh, cool. nice! His name's, yeah, his name's in the credits. Uh, so naturally, every bug is in the, the mate that I know. No. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Because because he was like really invested watching you playing this game, and I was like, yeah, no, no way. Because it, uh, yeah, we we we, uh, we both went to high school with the with the guy that was part of the dev, the, the dev team. Ah, um, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, he's he's in the credits. It's kind of kind of cool to see, and um, and it's it's. Kind of like a nice touch that the final level. I don't know if this is the case in the mobile game. I haven't played the mobile game, but the um, the final level in the main game is Wellington, as in the capital of New Zealand, um, which kind of uh, fitting because Wellington is an absolute bitch of a level, which is <laughs> kind of realistic given how we designed the city. Uh, but no, it's it's quite fun. Really, um, well, generally really calming. But I quite enjoy uh, traffic management. God, I sound like. It sounds so sad. <laughs> it's it's I mean, like the people I, that come home sudden. from a long day of work just to go and play, um, at, like the farming simulator, farming simulator <laughs> yeah. office simulator, train simulator. Thanks yeah. for attacking our entire European audience at once. <laughs> what European audience? <laughs> well, now we'll uh, never know. <laughs> hey, we had that one listener in like, Germany. Russia, I think. I think it was oh, Russia Germany. or Germany. I think there was one in Russia as well. Probably a NordVPN user, which, you know, if you too want to connect from Russia, uh, just use um, sponsor code. Uh, I don't know. When we get one. Yeah, when, when we get. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the actual sponsor code. When we get one. <laughs> when we get one. Use it for 0% off. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a free trial, but you pay full price. Um, if it says the code's invalid, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, actually, completely, completely separate tangent really quickly. The AWS Summit is on at the moment. and unironically one of my favorite seminars that was on one of my favorite keynote speeches was uh, was um a traffic management uh group in australia using aws's machine learning platform to better automate traffic light systems and i'll stick up that my hand really say, interesting actually it, it was it was genuinely interesting and i hate I, that i, I, I would genuinely go watch that that's, that's yeah. excellent uh okay cool but well yeah. So anyway, so mini motorways. The whole the whole point of it, the whole the whole idea of it, is that it's part of the the mini series, mini metro. And I think there's a third one that I haven't played. But uh, mini metro was like public transport systems. Uh, mini motorways is, as it says, motorway systems. So the whole idea is that you want to connect uh, houses with shops via roads. And 
there are a whole bunch of um, uh, assumptions about how the real world works, such as, hey, clearly we are in this very, very built up uh, blue neighborhood. Uh, I'm going to establish a red shop. And in real life, that, that red shop would be ostracized from society and the, the blue people would come in and absolutely burn it to the ground and then it would be swapped with a blue shop. But Are in you this game, just playing um, like racist Smurfs or something. What? This, this sounds like the Australian political system right now. It does sound like the Australian political system, except usually usually losing. Mm. So the the whole idea is that you want to connect the same colored house with the same colored shop, even if the game decides that it wants to spawn a house or a shop of a particular color in a completely nonsensical pace, uh, place for the area. And I can only assume that it was because they got an excellent deal on rent. So you have a few tools in your disposal. You want to uh, connect. So your, your main building block is roads. You want to connect you know, roads uh, from the houses to the shops. But then it, uh, you know, uh, each week that passes, you get like a choice of upgrades. So you can choose uh, bridges or tunnels if, if that's applicable to the, the city that you started in, because not all cities have like rivers or, or like hills to, to go through. Uh, roundabouts, traffic lights, and motorways. And so the whole thing is that you want to build this Nice little efficient system uh, to get people from the houses to the shops. Uh, quite fun. Really sort of calming, simple, casual game. Uh, you can see why it started as a mobile game, but quite enjoyable. And the fact that I can send bug reports to, to a friend of mine is just an added bonus because uh, I enjoy annoy annoying people by breaking things that, uh, by breaking established the rules that they try and, and predetermine. Uh, don't call me a rebellious hero. Uh, that's basically all I want to say on that. Um, I don't Rating actually remember how. Yeah, I don't actually remember how much I paid for it. It was fairly cheap because it is a mobile game port. But uh, for a casual game, I'd say it's well for what I paid, which was uh, less than twenty. I actually don't remember what it was because I got I bought it a while ago. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a solid uh, solid eight as a casual game. Uh, it doesn't have currently fourteen dollars fifty Australian. Yeah, so that that's kind of the level that I thought that I thought it was about at. Uh, it doesn't have a huge amount of replayability uh, unless you want to go for like achievement hunting and stuff. But just as some, just as something different because it is quite a different style of game. Uh, I quite enjoy it. Um, random other topic, just because I saw it available on Steam uh, prior to recording. Titanfall Two down to I think eighty percent off at the moment. Highly, I bought it. highly, highly recommend. They. Uh, uh, there's there's a funny thing about that as well, and that um the player count is going back up because the DDoS attack stopped. Um, people are thinking that the DDoS attacker was either in Russia or Ukraine because the uh, DDoSing stopped right as the war was happening. It's also uh so it's six dollars thirty nine for the ultimate version, it includes everything. That that's nuts actually, and yeah, it, so even if you never intend to play the multiplayer. That's as exactly bad as the first say. one was, oh my god, yeah. the single player is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. So even because I, I haven't played the multiplayer in, in multiple years, but the single player still sticks out to me as just an excellent campaign. And for how cheap it is at the moment, oh, like, I know that price shouldn't really be a factor in rating out of 10 because it's 80% or whatever percent off, but... Uh, for the price, single player alone is a 10 out of 10 for me. It's it's such good value. Honestly, uh, even really, at full price, that single player was worth that. It's, it's, it was it's, so good. It's really a shame that, that EA just fucked its release as much as it did because it was fun. Playing multiplayer was fun, but it just didn't uh, it didn't have the staying power because of people like mechs. To Battlefield. It's it's yeah. so surprising that there hasn't been a big mecha shooter besides Titanfall. 
Uh, mm. Well, you which, have Mech Warrior, but it's not super popular. Mm. Well, it's also funny in that uh, the original Battlefield 2042 uh, was uh, in- included Mechs as well. Or was it? Might have been 2142. The really old one. The really old PC game. Um, that, mean, that had I Max. think that was 2142. Either way. Yeah, that, that, that was cool. That was a good game. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to give that a PSA because, you know, if you happen to be listening to this and it's still on sale, could not recommend that you pick it up enough. Excellent, excellent game. And it's actually comparatively quite old now that it probably runs on whatever machine you, you have I think even back now. then it ran on toasters. It, it ran mm. on a few things, yeah. It, like, it was like medium sort of spec. It released in 2016. Uh, in the October. golden age of Respawn Entertainment. Yeah. It was Respawn, right? It was Respawn, yeah. Yeah, cool. Re- Respawn and then, yeah, published by EA. Um... It, the sale ends on the 25th, so six days from now. Also, yeah, tw- six days from now. While, while we're on a Steam chat, I want to point out that uh, Chrono Cross popped up on my uh, list and it says it was relevant to me because it's similar to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so I, can, I can see how those that. things are similar. There's both like sci-fi, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they, both, they both have an S in there. <laughs> Also, Fallen Order is also a fantastic game. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Well, uh, I, 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 it didn't really the run on this on the One X. It kind of ran at about twenty frames a second if you were lucky. Play it and now it on your Series X. Um, it uh, it runs the, good now. That's a whole generation later on a like for a game that was released for the previous gen. Like, nah, that's that's not good enough. The 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 bug fix my patches, at least on at least on PC make it make it uh, pre- a pretty good experience now, as far as I understand. Which. I think it's one of those that I picked up on sale, but just haven't played through yet. But that's uh, in in the middle of a priority list that is slowly growing, and it is not near the top. So I might get to it one day, and I will tell you guys all about it. Uh, any final thoughts on Mini Motorways slash Steam sales? Because that seems to be what the section is devolved into. Is there Steam a Sydney good? level? <laughs> is there a Sydney level on Mini Motorways? No, there is not. Actually, I don't. It's think because it would be Australian impossible level. to program. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, the Australian our, government's our like, Sydney hey, if anyone can figure this a out. Bowl of noodles. <laughs> yeah, like if you actually beat like a Sydney level that was programmed in any kind of realism, they would literally offer you a job. Like, yeah, no, it actually sounds quite fun though. There, there's a there's a there's a mod slight tangent. There's a mod in um, uh, City Skylines that was specifically about traffic management. You could put in and program uh like traffic lights and and like roundabout logic and stuff and like whether or not cars could lane change um it was kind of cathartic to watch someone uh like ease traffic congestion because a few of the like um uh playable levels were ease the traffic congestion in this area and i don't know there's there's just something there's something nice about just seeing a a completely bottlenecked system uh slowly becoming more and more efficient but that's kind of what i do as a day job so that might be why i was about to say yeah, that's just the programmer in you <laughs> yeah yeah anyway uh that's all i'm going to say about that so that does bring us to the end of round the lounge this week thank you to you thanks to you both for sharing and that means that we get to move on to part two for this week which is of course the news and first up uh seth you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah yeah you could say i'm a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh. Would you hey, say that on, Konami might have had a change no, of heart? No, 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 no. We can't do this after I've been doing all these puns. <laughs> he doesn't stand a ghost of a chance. All right, I'll give you that one. Screw the rolls, I have money. <laughs> 
Yugi boy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yes, first up on the list this week, we have news that Konami has finally unbanned the goated Yu-Gi-Oh card, Change of Heart, that has been banned for, I can't believe this, 17 years. Not as long as uh, Pot of Greed, I think. No, I think Pot of Greed's had, like, limited phases. Oh, um, okay. I must have Change missed of that. Heart, Change of Heart's, like, always just been pretty much <laughs> yeah, because it's just a card where you place it down like, yeah, your strongest monster is mine now. Yeah, this, this is mine yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, thanks. I'm, nice glow nice as you have there. <laughs> thanks. Because uh, Mon- Monster Reborn and Black Hole are also banned or limited run cards, aren't they? Uh, Monster Reborn is limited in the OCG, I think. Mm, I I'm think not it's sure about one. the TCG. Mm. Yeah, limited is one. Mm. I don't know so, about Black Hole. What, what do we think that this will do to the meta? Probably nothing major for like high end because I I at this point I assume too many boss monsters have in the text this card cannot be targeted and change of heart you have to target a monster. I think I think the only way I see it coming into effect is if someone's like halfway through a chain and you can identify it and then on your turn you just like all right that that monster you need to chain off is mine now <laughs> and I- they're like oh bye. <laughs> That depends on, like, whereabouts in the chain it is, like, the spell speed. It does. Yeah, it, it does. God, I, I hate spell speed as well. I don't, I don't like modern Yu-Gi-Oh in general, but yeah. Cool. Do we have anything more to say about this other than it's, like, fantastic artwork? Fucking so good, the artwork for Change of Heart. It's one of the Amazing. strongest they've ever done. It is, absolutely. Yeah. Even even back as a kid, I knew that, I knew that what I was... Uh, uh, getting in my in my standard very shitty unorganized Yu-Gi-Oh deck that th- this card was special. That and Karibo. <laughs> Karibo. Karibo's that, actually that not a bad card. Like this card no, is not a bad damage. That's and, very uh, good. Toon World. Toon World is actual shit. It is. It's so bad. Toon World deck. Let's go. Toon World decks now are actually good. Absolutely broken. Toon World itself is a shit card. Yeah, for, for like in the in the anime. In my they made manga, it look so good. They made it look so fucking good. It was so overpowered. Yeah, and then you get exactly. the card in real life and you're like, this is utter shit. <laughs> they probably toned it down once it became a real card. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The first season of Yu-Gi-Oh was like, basically just one guy's like wild D&D ramblings in a card game. <laughs> it really was. It was such a fantastic way to do it. it I was. also like how... Uh, as Pegasus's deck perfectly goes, okay, you've made me go into the second half of my deck. Now all the Eldritch Horrors come out. Yeah, uh, it goes from like <laughs> Toon World to what the fuck is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> Relinquish. What right? the hell's yeah. a Relinquish? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And it's just like, know, oh, cool, my Relinquish will just absorb your monster. And if you attack it, you attack your monster. And you're like, what the fuck? I know so little about Yu-Gi-Oh, but I still remember Pegasus running Toon World and Relinquished. Yeah. And that's that's what you get from um his uh his uh, starter deck as well. It's relinquished on the front, and then the rest is like tune cards. All because of his showering gun eye, right? Yeah. That that was. I hate that, that was, I understand that reference now. <laughs> that that eye was because uh, uh he needed a way to turn everything into uh, Egyptian shadow games. He was just looking into uh, Yami's mind to see all of the the things that he was thinking about young Yugi and how inappropriate see, it was for the show. He- to see if he did, in fact, have crazy enough hair for two people. Shout out to you, you <laughs> Bridge Series. But the power he was of, to find out if the power the is pow- for his leather pants. Yeah. <laughs> but the power of friendship blocked it out. True. Anyway, uh, good news to all the change of heart, uh, change of heart stands out there. Next, Finally up, dig it out from your closet. <laughs> Next up on the list. Find stuff we- while you're in there. 
Next up <laughs> on the list. I'm out of the closet, Sw- though. Swear to God. I know, we're married. <laughs> I am a sandwich. Next up on the list, we have um, a, a, uh, well-placed, uh, a well-placed source telling us that NVIDIA's uh, next generation 4000 series GPUs could be uh, just a few weeks away. Now, this sort of blows my mind because for the longest time it was like 10 uh, months what, like, away. Isn't, isn't that what I said? Weeks. Weeks, 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 months, you know, soon. A, soon TM. So there's um, a difference in between this. What I want to say for this is that the big source could be the fact that they always release their graphics cards <laughs> in the later half of the year, hey, that, which that is, is a few months away. That is say, right? No, it, it, it's, it's, blown, it's blown my mind. I don't know who started this trend, but I remember, you know, only five years ago, I have a 1080 Ti. At the time, it was quite a, quite a like, you know, big, big card. I, I had to go without food for multiple days in order to afford it. And, and I did. And I'm pretty sure that trade-off was worth it. I don't know. I'll talk to my therapist about it. But the point being that I'm pretty sure before the 1080 Ti came out, it was like 10, uh, what did it start? 40? It was like 50, 60, 70, 80, and then like 80 Ti. And then... I don't know who started it, but between graphics cards and, like, smartphones, they're just like, yeah, no, fuck that naming series. We're just going to start jumping in 10s. And so then it was, like, the 20 series, and now it's the 30 series, and now it's the 40 series. And it's, like, you know, in the same way that the iPhone, uh, that the um, Samsung S10, uh, I'm not even, I think it went to S11, and then it was just like, yeah, it's the S20 now. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Now, well, they did the S22, so it's, like, not quite the same, but yeah, they, I, don't, I don't know what the hell everyone's thinking. For, it's like, hey, the- we, we have like a recognizable brand and naming system. Why don't we fuck it up? And then you've got Xbox <laughs> in the corner literally drooling on itself. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the, for, I'll, I'll give it for the um, NVIDIA ones, though. I give them a pass because I think going up by 10s just generally makes it easier to understand. Like the 40 series is a new generation. And then between that, you've got like the cheap one, which is the 70 the middle is the 80 and then the high end is the 90 so okay but they've always done that the difference is that they were going from like so they had well actually to be fair they had the thousand series before like ages and ages back they had like the 6800s and whatnot um but then yeah, they did my, like my the, first my first graphics card was a uh, 4800 i'm pretty sure yeah i think mine was like a 40 something hundred as well um but then they had they like they started moving up and then they went to i think the first ones in the new scheme were like it might have started at 100, but if they did, I don't remember them. But I, I started paying attention when they were about the 400s, and they went to like 500, 600, 700, 800. Yeah, that's and then right. when they got to that's 1,000, right. they're like, fuck it, 2,000, 3,000. <laughs> See, <laughs> so I'm fine with it because I started paying attention when after they decided to do that. So I'm like, okay, 1080, then 2080, then 3080. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it's it's like Oprah, open, they're like, oh, you want 1,000? You want 1,000? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> The numbers, Mason, what do they mean? Um, anyway, to actually discuss the article, uh, this is courtesy of um, uh, Kotaku. Uh, basically, as Josh correctly pointed out, that we might be getting uh, insight into the 4000 series graphics cards, which would be cool, given that we're in the middle of a chip shortage. Uh, I assume that would have affected GPU manufacture, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally off base. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Life is meaningless. Prices of um, GPUs are also starting to go down, appararently. Uh, yeah, yeah, that... That the, the fucking blessing in disguise that's been the crypto crash means that uh, people aren't are no longer looking to just stock up on GPUs, which is good for literally everybody on the planet. There is a few other like sort of things taking that into account, and it's that 
while storage, like shortages have been low, a lot of people have managed to get a card of some variety in there and are not willing to buy another one, especially that they know that in the later half of the year there will be a new, new, new card. So while stocks are still probably quite limited, there's less people buying them as well. So like, eh, makes sense. All the better for me. So next up on the list, we finally, finally have word of a game that can knock Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl off of its high horse, Multiverses. We have a closed alpha test uh, set to go for just over a week, starting uh, today, actually, as of recording this, of course, uh, courtesy of Gematsu. Uh, Fun facts, I I got an email where they they sent uh, that I have been invited to the closed alpha. I just need to wait for a download code to come through. You know what the better code is? I signed up quite a few months ago. Like when the game was first announced, I signed up for a uh, like whenever they rolled out the alpha. But um, they've done two already, but those were US only. And now they're opening up across the world. And I got an email for my invite. You know what the better code is for this, Seth? What the rollback netcode that's included? Yeah, rollback. Let's go. go. Yeah, I'm I'm super hyped for this game, and you know why? It's mostly because we get to hear their voices. They also have uh, good <laughs> sound effects you, and music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, implying we all aren't going to play it just to see Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Ultra I have Instinct- no interest in this game, but that's all I want to see. <laughs> okay, okay. So a few things happened with Multiverses this week. First was um they the developers had a showcase which was badly handled because it's just pros versus devs. There's no explanation of the game or the mechanics or anything. You just watch three games back to back and you just got to try and figure out what's going on yourself as you're watching it. <laughs> yeah. um, but they did say that uh, Shaggy is the baseline for the character. Everyone's balanced around Shaggy. <laughs> which, is, which is a sentence in itself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, so in a Street Fighter game, it's like, okay, Ryu is the baseline and everyone's, uh, everyone's developed around like what Ryu can do. That's, that's Shaggy for this game. <laughs> it's not I, Superman. I love, I love the idea that, that Shaggy is balanced. Uh, sorry, that Superman is balanced around 0.001% of Shaggy's true power. <laughs> and then staying on the Shaggy train, they also showed off the opening cinematic for the game and it uh, starts off with Batman in the Batcave. He gets teleported away and he inst- the first person he runs into is Shaggy. Um, then Who uh, Ultra then, uh, Instinct punches Bugs Bunny, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was getting it's to that. Fucking um, excellent. Uh, Arya Stark cuts uh, Shaggy's uh, sandwich in hang half. On, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry, that's supposed to be Arya Stark? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Holy shit, I had no idea who it was. I just assumed Alloy. I was like, whatever. <laughs> they, they also got her actress back to do the voice acting for her. Oh yeah. my god. But um, yeah, anyway, no she, cuts, she cuts his sandwich in half, and that pisses off Shaggy so much, he starts floating and turns Ultra Instincts, throws a punch, <laughs> like, at Arya Stark, mind you, so he would have just blown her head off with that punch, but she ducks out of the way, and he just decks Bugs Bunny right in the face. And I'm I'm honestly shocked that Bugs Bunny is still in the roster after surviving that. <laughs> Just removed from roster. That's the power. You can only play the game so long. If you all change things on a Shaggy, it like locks them out permanently. <laughs> <laughs> but Bugs took the punch because he survives by Toon logic. True, true. Ah, uh, yes, Toon it, World, it the close, ultimate card. It was still touch and go. But yeah, no, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of multiverses news. I'm absolutely here for it. This game looks amazing. Uh, it's also. 
I want to say it's been a while since we've had a fighter balanced, a, well, not necessarily balanced, but with the 2v2 mechanic in mind. Yeah, you don't get many, like, actual tag games like this, especially, like, in the Smash scene. So is it tag? Is it? It's not two two v two at once. It's no, it's no, two v two at once. So oh. and some of the characters are built around assisting your character, the other character. Like Wonder Woman has some moves that are designed around shielding her partner and teleporting right to them, which is uh, an interesting way to approach the game. And I'm curious mm. how that's going to play out. Two v two also yeah. opens it up for uh, podcast content. It does, but that's right, so who gets that's to play with Seth? later. Because Seth will win, and I want to be on the winning team. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just you implying, just threw yourself into the corner. <laughs> that's what I mean. Im- implying implying Seth doesn't just move out of the way and let Steve and I just beat you into the ground, <laughs> and then then he comes in and wins two v one. Now now he will try. I give, the, I, give them a free, I give them the free zero stock lead, and then I clean up with Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> in one you, punch, you, you take out all three of their stock. <laughs> So, uh, uh, like you, you as Seth, uh, get inhabited by the spirit of Ultra Instinct Shaggy, and also levitate, like playing the game. I do like that their approach was, "Hey, Superman versus Goku is like something that people want, and we don't have the rights to Goku, so we're just going to use Shaggy." Also, also uh, on that, on that, on that note as well, I want to add, um. A lot of people are complaining about Iron Giants being in this game because- I'm so like, excited for Iron Giant. Yeah, but um, everyone, there's a lot of people that are bitching about it because uh, Iron Giant isn't meant to fight. He's a peace-loving uh, robot, even though he's uh, like a weapon of mass destruction. I'm sitting He's also here, a giant. Yeah, also a giant. Like he, in the trailer shot, he's uh, like head and shoulders Unique. above everyone else. But um, I'm just sitting here like, shut up, nerds. He's getting to team up with Superman. That's adorable. Yeah, it's literally his dream. What do you mean? Don't don't, don't crush his dreams. What the heck? Let he him- died for the, that little town. Yeah, let, let, him, one of the- let him interact with Superman. It'll be adorable. It's oh, one I, of the I few- love that movie. Yeah, it's one of the few films I will openly admit that I that I weeped as a child at the ending of. Yeah, me too. I, I, I didn't understand it at first. I was like, oh, he'll come back, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But just like my dad, he was gone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think that's probably all the multiverses news we have to share. Super excited for you, Seth. Hopefully you get the code and can report back as to exactly how much fun it is to remove someone from the roster via an Ultra Instinct Shaggy Punch. Next up on wait, the wait, list. I, I, I want to ask one question first to you guys. Of course you do. Do you think Shaggy will get Key Blast like in Dragon Ball? I don't think he does. How, how sick would that be, though? That would be pretty awesome. sick. He does get a Dragon Ball Z style aura, though. He does get the aura. What, what if he just straight up Kamehameha's? What do you mean? I, I, just want him, I, I just want him to do the, uh, the, the, the Sasuke chokehold, uh, <laughs> lifting the opponents off the ground, slamming them into a wall. You know what I mean? Superman has that. He, he flies <laughs> yeah. up to you, chokes you, and then just throws you straight into the pit. Yeah, that's a big Hot. Superman thing. What if he does like the Rock Lee thing where he like teleports like behind them and does the, the, the slam? <laughs> I'm, so I'm sorry, Scoop. Good. I must use 1% of my power. <laughs> <laughs> Please look away for this. Just activate. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry, we can move on. Yeah. So um, speaking of things that have killed Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, uh, they have announced DLC. Uh, this is an article courtesy of Gamatsu as well. Uh, I still don't believe have... this is real. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. So they have also embraced the meme game and they have announced uh, Jenny, Jimmy Neutron's dad, 
and Rocco <laughs> from Rocco's Modern Life. So, so we have multiverses here, which is embracing Ultra Instinct's Shaggy. Now we got Nick All Star Brawl and embracing Hugh Neutron, sending people to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> What if his ultimate is like obviously the Shadow Realm thing, but he has like an ability with these? I was like the whole like I sent out a banana once and that changed my life. <laughs> that gives it like a power up or something. Oh my god! The problem is the problem is is it the same knowing that he's going to send send people to the Shadow Realm, Jimbo? But it he's won't not be with have his a voice. voice. Yeah, it won't yeah. be voiced. What if he's the only character to have a voice line? Oh, I would love that. All because his Bro. voice actor was actually super on board with uh, Hugh Neutron being in the game as well. Oh, man. Of, of all characters, though, are like, they're like Jimmy Neutron's dad. Like, when's Carl Weezer coming in? Like- no, 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 no. Not even Carl Weezer. We have Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, right? You know what that means? It means that we need um, uh, Timmy Turner's dad to, to fight, to yes. fight the, uh, the, the universal yes, force that is Hugh Neutron. No, we need also, Doug Dimmerdome, owner of the Doug's Den- the Dimsdale Dimmerdome. Something I found out recently, by the way, is that um Timmy Turner's dad was in a shit ton of Nickelodeon stuff. He's also um the janitor from Ned's Declassified School Survival yeah, Guide. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. he's a couple of other things, but he also like did a, the live action portrayal of the Timmy Turner's dad in some live action stuff for Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, no, there was live action stuff. How did they handle that? You know, this is. Is that something there, I don't want to know? There, there was that absolutely horrifying crossover with the Jimmy Neutron universe where they it did was, yes. Timmy, where they did fairly odd parents in the Jimmy Neutron 3D render style, which let's just say <laughs> Buck Jimmy Timmy Neutron, Timmy Jimmy Neutron uh, went over to 2D well, way better than uh, Timmy Turner did in 3D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Timmy Turner in 3D would have been wild. But unfortunately, this is where uh, Timmy Turner's dad's uh, character in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl would go if we had one. So we're going to have to deal with uh, Hugh Neutron instead, but I am, I, I would say I'm very excited for this DLC. Would I play Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? Probably not, because the lack of voices is just such a turn-off for me. <laughs> also, terrible I, gameplay. I want to throw in there that Jenny was uh, someone I was really excited for to be in the game as well when this was first announced. So seeing her in the game is a big win for me. Um, yep. mm, I agree. But she didn't translate to the game's art style well at all. No, I think, like, she, uh, I think she fits in okay because the I, art style doesn't hold up in general. Yeah, it's it's because they did that like that weird uh, uh, cheek bone spike that comes out of her face, like mm. from the uh, from the show, and it just doesn't look good in three D. That's yep. true. Whereas Rocky looks like something that I've like Rocco. suppressed in my Excuse memories. Ro- Rocco. Rocco, sorry, it looks like something that I've completely suppressed in my memories and. Like, it's just some, like, horror nightmare feature. Like, he doesn't look like anything that should be on a children's show to me. We don't have Courage the Cowardly Dog, do we? No. That's a damn shame. That's a Cardio Network thing, so- That would be in multiverses, if anything. True. Oh, that's- yeah. No, you're right, it is Cartoon Network. God, that's just excellent, like, actually. Same same era for me. Like, like um, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog and Rocco's Modern Life. So they were, yeah. Into, intermingling it a bit. But, yeah, I mean- Glad that they're in. Um, Hugh Neutron translates perfectly. <laughs> God, could you imagine instead of courage, we get Eustace in multiverses? Oh. <laughs> That's it. I'm getting me hammer. <laughs> <laughs> we got to um, move on before we start devolving into more browser <laughs> uh, talk. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I'm. I don't know. Will this make you guys come back to it? No, <laughs> I, I never went into it. I, Look, I, I got it on the, Humble I, Bundle. I, I played it for five minutes. I uninstalled it, and that's where it'll live. 
I, I, I played it a fair bit. It's just a shame that they released a bunch of absolutely game-breaking bugs. Mm. Which means that I can never play the campaign properly because I don't have a difficulty slider. <laughs> but that's fine. Why would you release a stable game when you could, in fact, release Hue Neutron to banish people to the Shadow Realm? So, you know, I, I see, I see Look, the logic. If I had to choose one of the two, I know which one I'm choosing. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. the, the DLC is already on Steam, by the way. Uh, the free characters cost $17 Australian. That's more All than right, I paid I'm for out. the entire Humble Bundle. Yep, yep, same, same. Anyway, moving on. Next article we have is the Dead Space remake, which I am nervous for. This is courtesy of Gamatsu. Yeah, and I'm also I'm nervous, nervous about this. I'm nervous specifically because so many recent memory games that have been remakes or reimaginings or reinventions or doing anything Even just a remaster. That's what I mean. All of those. Every time. Every time the studio says, it's so, like, I'm so glad that we got to do it. We are huge fans of the original. And they've always tried to put their own it. spin on it in yeah. some way. And it comes out worse as a result. It's, it's so disappointing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really hoping that they don't ruin the, uh, like, the atmosphere of Dead Space. Because that game's atmosphere was really creepy and fantastic. It was like, the selling point. Yeah, I, I I was actually having like not not like nightmares, but like as I was trying to fall asleep, I'd get the sh- I'd get the shivers from like imagining necromorphs and stuff. So you know like- the other concerning part about this, just just quickly while we're talking about um the game, the the studio Motive. Do you, do you guys know who they are? No, I've heard of Motive. Okay, so their their first game they ever did was Star Wars Battlefront Two. Just to put that in perspective, that was a shit show. <laughs> the, wait, wait, wait. The good one or the bad one? The bad one. The one oh, like five the years ago. one. Yeah. They, so that, oh, they killed, me. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite fun now, but they killed it. And they then they did Squadrons, did stu- which also completely died. Fine. Squadron was fun, but no one played it because it was like unbalanced and not, not, not fun. And people it was like fun for like EA a Star day. Wars games after Battlefront 2. Yeah. Okay, so that just. Going off that, I want that to be the tone of this article. The think about the live service shit that they shoved into that game that was once a classic. <laughs> All right, let's continue. <laughs> I I don't know if EA is like EA is a shit company, but I don't know if EA is a type of company to shove a uh, live service stuff into a single player remake. Bro, that sounds you, like a you, Ubisoft you saw, thing. You saw SimCity, right? You had to be online to play that single-player-only game. Like I said, EA is full of bad and shitty decisions, but I think this is one decision that they 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 can probably avoid. I I don't have faith in it. I don't I'm know just giving you the benefit of the doubt, EA. Prove me right. I'm I'm just I'm just disappointed. Well, okay. So first of all, we should say that we have a, a, a shipping date for this, uh, January twenty seventh, uh, twenty twenty three. Um, on the back of that, I will say I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that we have a remake when we had the peak Isaac Clarke content, which was of course, uh, PlayStation All-Star Brawl. Yeah, he was in that. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Voice acted as well, if I'm not mistaken. He was, he was voice acted in that game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous. (laughs) That's definitely a wait and see one for me, I think. 
yeah, I'll Ooh. see what it looks like when it's closer to date. Hopefully they don't remove the original off Steam when the remake is coming up. That would be an yeah. a really huge dick move if they did that. Wouldn't yeah. be the first time EA's done that. It wouldn't be the first time most game studios did that. I believe FromSoft did that with Dark Souls 1 as well. That's even if not, it releases not, on not Steam at all. Activision Blizzard did that with Warcraft, didn't they? Uh, kind of. They patched it so that you had to use the new sort of launcher thing that broke the game. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so they effectively made it unplayable instead. Um, it, this might not even come to Steam at all, though. This could like, straight up just be an EA desktop application exclusive. Mm. But I hate that they named it that. I think EA releases all their games on uh, Steam still because people don't want to use their thing. And I think dead. they backtracked a little while ago, but I don't know if it's still that way. I don't know if every game comes to it. I bought, uh, so this is still a while ago, but I bought um, the Star Wars game we just mentioned before. Squadrons. Uh, Fallen, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Oh, Fallen Order, yeah. Uh, I bought that on Steam, and uh, even though I installed it through Steam and everything, it still opens the EA launcher anyway. So I it think does, that's just yeah. their way around it. Like, they put things on Steam, but um, it'll still do yeah. the EA launcher after anyway. Yeah, that's true. They they did that- oh, Sorry. They did that with um, uh, Burnout, I'm pretty sure, as well, uh, or a few other games that I, I saw on Steam and went, oh, sweet, they're doing it on Steam, and then they were like, psych! Yeah. yeah even if to- you- um. That, that, that's when Hugh, Hugh Neutron showed up and said, we're banishing you to, to Origin. Yeah. <laughs> um, even if you load the Xbox app on PC and play a Game Pass game that you have access to that, that you could buy through the Xbox store, it makes you install like, like a cut down version of the application of the new one, but it makes you install the beta as well. It doesn't always turn. work. And then once you run that beta and run the game, it'll launch then launch Origin, then go back to Xbox and say, do you authorize this game to play it? Like, to, to play it? And then you go, yes. And then it cuts back to the game. And it's like half the time, it's like Origin isn't running. And the other, uh, well, EA desktop application isn't running. And the other half of the time, it loads up the game and goes, are you sure you're a subscribes? You're like, yes. <laughs> Let oh. me into the game. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, anyway, it's really bad. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see with Dead Space. But speaking of murdering games, uh, a different sort of murdering game. Uh, this one, we have the people that made uh, Dead by Daylight doing a dating simulator with the same in the same universe, which nice. That's Very such a nice. strange take on the series, isn't it? <laughs> and surprisingly, the artwork is fantastic as well. It it's is so good. Uh, this article also courtesy of uh, Kotaku. Uh, yeah, this one appears to be a dating sim. There is some concept artwork for the different sorts of Dead by Daylight characters. I'm actually more kind of on board with this. I love it when there's kind of like, so this is designed to be a spinoff, but I, I love I love it when there's enough kind of community momentum to make what would otherwise be a fan game, but just actually done by the developers. <laughs> I, I also want to point out that the name is fantastic. This is a weird trend I'm noticing lately with horror things having fantastic names, but um, this one is called Hooked On You. It's excellent. That's so good. It's so good. The, the artwork, the, the way that they change the, the like, the, well, the concept up, the way that they change, like, the dynamic and the way that they're, because they're all the original characters from the game, like, there's none of the, like, Jason and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, which makes artwork, sense. Yeah, which makes sense. The artwork, very particularly for the spirit and the wraith, are so insanely different. 
to what they look like in the game, but it works so well. <laughs> the Huntress might as well be a different character with her one as well. That's true, actually. All of them are very drastically different, but the one that gets me the most is the spirit. And all I can say is it's an improvement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that this article in particular, like you, you scroll down the list and it's like, it, so the first one, it's sort of the trapper, it says hunky. The hunter says mummy. <laughs> the race says flirty and the spirit just says wifey. <laughs> what an excellent article. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I don't I don't know that there's a huge amount more that we can add to this. Uh, thank you to the community for pushing for something that I didn't know I really, really wanted. Uh, thank you to the dev team for deciding delivering. that this could possibly be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's really also apparently coming in summer. No, no hard release date, just coming this summer. Hot. Anyway, thank you for that. Uh, well, I guess. Not really, thank you. Uh, that's what we're going to speak on that one. Uh, next one, this one I have less of a basis for. Uh, MiHoYo uh, announcing a fantasy action RPG urban setting type thing. I don't know very much about, uh, very much about this. Uh, who does? It's so something me and Josh are super keen on. Uh, Josh will be able to talk more about like MiHoYo stuff since he plays a lot of Genshin. But this game like speaks to me in spades. Like the... the trailer they put out was incredibly- in you'll need to get spayed from playing this, or- Uh, more like it's- it's just dug out everything from deep inside my brain that I- it's like, yes, he enjoys this, he enjoys this, he enjoys this, now let's put it all together and make a- a game specifically tailored to me. Should we- should we- and tell us what the game's actually called first. It's called Zenless Zone Zero. Yes. Um, and it's coming to PC and smartphone, although on the beta sign-up, it only mentions Apple stuff. So, possibly Android, question mark? Maybe, I'm but it's also ask you if after. you play on consoles, so maybe they'll do console, po- uh, console ports later down the line. And just like Genshin, it will never come to the Switch, even though they what say do, it what will. What do you mean? Do you, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> I do, Explicit. but- We'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an out-of-date uh, April Fool's joke? <laughs> nice. You guys tell me. I know nothing about this. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. This article. This article also could have seen come out too. But please continue. Um, yeah. So why? Why is it that uh, that you're excited for this? Uh, it's just a lot of different elements combined together that like just it's hitting all the right notes for me. Like the character designs are fantastic. It looks like it's very much uh heavy on action style gameplay. Um. The, like, the graphical quality and art style in general is fantastic as well as, like, very bright, colourful, kind of cel-shady. Um, and the music in the trailer and on the website are absolutely fantastic. It's just- So hit- good. Hitting all the right notes for me. And a lot of the animation and stuff have a lot of personality to them. A lot of the characters' facial animations. Like, there's a character who's uh, who's wearing a mask and all his um, facial expressions are just through his eyes that you can see. And they're, they're done so well. It's um, It's just looking really fantastic on all sorts of elements. And also, there's a giant bear wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. There's a literal cat girl. <laughs> There's also I'm a little cat girl, yeah, that does uh, cat-like movements. Yeah, this this looks like a more action game from what I'm not 100% sure, but apparently it's going to be like a roguelite or roguelike game, but uh, uh, where you're going, you're going through uh, like arenas that 
uh, doing the action stuff, um, just uh, killing a lot of enemies to collect resources for the world to continue on the story, um, which is fine as I I'd prefer more of like a linear sort of thing. But since this will probably be like a long running uh, live service game, making it an arena sort of game makes more sense than uh, adding a bunch of levels. And I think I think Honkai Impact already hits that uh, that point of uh, uh, running through levels with action gameplay. So this will be something a little different from that. Yeah, I think the the takeaway that I took from it. I mean, first of all, yeah, I absolutely love the art style. I love that it's basically just dystopian cyberpunk um, in just Metropolis. Um, it looks looks awesome. Um, but the combat looked a lot more like. It's pretty pretty much like Honkai Impact combat, really, than the combo-y sort of combat of Genshin, yeah, um, which is really good. It's it's looking a little uh, character action-ish to me, like a Devil May Cry or something. Yeah, that's that's honestly the impression I got, and I wasn't upset, surprisingly, despite not liking those games. Um, but I, I I looked at it; it looks fun, and I just I just didn't want it to be. Hey, we're doing Genshin in a new setting. I want them to release a new IP that is its own idea and could be its own thing because I really liked Genshin. I, I, mean, I still like Genshin, but I don't want to play a cyberpunk version of it. I would rather just play a new IP that has its own thoughts and, and ideas. Like, I don't want it to be a one-hit wonder thing. Right. Yeah, um, and Mihoyo seems pretty good about doing that as well, like making do, yeah. all their games like different things. I think, um, I think the big takeaway for me of like what I really enjoy about this is like. It looks like a really good mix between Jet Set Radio and Devil May Cry. Uh, I don't know how much of our audience and listener base will understand that, but that's like that's something incredibly like specific to my taste because uh, the music is like high energy, um, like yeah, just high energy mixes uh, that you'd get from like a Jet Set Radio game. It's got all like the character action movesets of a Devil May Cry. Like one of the characters just looks like he's using a lot of um what Dante would do with two guns. And yeah, I don't know what else I can say besides just because it, all we've seen for it so far is a cinematic trailer with little bits of like uh, what I would call like super attacks, like cinematic attacks. So there's not a whole lot to go off of, of um, so- what the main loop of the gameplay would be. It's probably worth, this is directly from the website, so you know, verbatim it says, Besides the engaging story, this 3D animated title features a fluid cinematic action combat system. While fighting ethereal, players can take control of different characters to unleash electrifying skills and unlimited QTE combos. The game also has developed a roguelike gameplay mechanism that awaits exploration. So, definitely roguelike. Definitely swapping characters like Genshin, like Genshin-esque, but I don't think they're going to be playing off elements per se just almost the, the sort of like juggling sort of fighter combos that, that devil may cry sort of leans into um, and considering some of the questions they were asking on the surveys it seems like they're, they're wanting players that, that like those kind of games so that that would make sense yeah one of the questions was like what do you look for in a game and some of the qu- answers i put in was like i like tight controls and i like uh, difficulty uh in like mechanics mm. what maybe they did build this game for you uh not the survey not so much the survey asked like a wide range of questions 
it did. <laughs> Although it also made me realize just how much time I spend playing games, and I'm, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> uh, anything, any, any closing thoughts on this from you two? Very excited. I've already signed up for the beta. I've also signed up for the beta. I just think that uh, my, my closing thoughts are that the music is absolutely incredible. The art style is absolutely incredible. And if it's something like Genshin, I look forward to dumping another 300 hours into it at, at minimum. But how cool. much money? Well, I don't know. Probably too much. <laughs> well, moving from uh, bannable weeb shit to other bannable weeb shit, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, has some news. I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but uh, we have some news about uh, Final Fantasy VII. Joking uh, about the Vanable or joking about the Weeb? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we have some Final Fantasy VII news uh, set for June as part of some 25th anniversary. Uh, big question. Is this going to be the announcement of Remake Part 2? Because, of course, we've only had the Remake Part 1 so far, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God, I... I think the last time we did a guess like this, it was for the Kingdom Hearts one, and I very actively went, I'd like Kingdom Hearts 4 to show up, but I don't think it will. And then they did blow my blow me out of the water with a Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement. Um, Not only with a Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement, but with an entire, uh, what was it, like apartment setting? Yeah, <laughs> an apartment <laughs> based in Japan that people immediately dock Sora for. Yeah, which is insane. Right. He even got his model of couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway. So you're, you're, they, you're they throwing borderline conspiracy theories into this one? Jeez, <laughs> that's fucked. It's a real 4chan moment right there. <laughs> but yeah, um, God, there, there's mobile stuff that they've already announced that needs information shown for Final Fantasy VII. Like, there's that game that hasn't come out yet called Ever Crisis which is a mobile remake of events between the whole, like, original Final Fantasy VII timeline. So, like, you'll get moments from Crisis Core, uh, the original game, Advent Children, and uh, Dirge of Cerberus as well. So they'll be covering a lot of stuff between those games. In Did they ever um, release that terrible-looking Battle Royale mobile they did. game? They did. Apparently okay, it's so fantastic. it won't be that then. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, it, it won't be it, news on that just, either way. It's just a shame that it's on mobile. Yeah. I wouldn't play it anyway. But yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so yeah. maybe it'll just be the uh, remake part two? Yeah, it could be. Re- I, I'd like the remake part two to show up there. I think they'll talk about that other mobile game that I was just mentioning is that isn't out yet. They might do like information update on um on the Battle Royale as well. Like they've been doing seasons for that. And they'll probably show off, like, maybe a major update for that. So the big question is, will we be able to dox Cloud's apartment and model of couch and amount of rent paid? (laughs) No, because uh, um, Midgard is We found Tifa, she's in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) She's on the Senate. Yeah, yeah, in the the Italian Senate, right? Or in the um, uh, Italian (laughs) Parliament or something? Fuck, that was good. So good. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. Uh yeah, no, mid uh, we won't stocks cloud because um they live in a fictional uh planet. So did For Sora. Now. Yeah, so did Sora, exactly. <laughs> I can't talk about that because Steve will get spoiled. <laughs> Steve doesn't listen to this. Anyway, uh, fair enough. He uh, will be Shakes Fist. <laughs> Steve, when you when you when you listen to this back, you message the podcast chat to tell us that you listen to it. <laughs> All right. That's how we'll on. know. Um, yeah, anyway, that's all we have to say on that. So, moving from good news to bad news. 
Why do we make this? The, why do we make these the last stories? Really ending on a buzzkill. Anyway, because they're uh, usually first, the biggest ones to talk about. The first slice <laughs> of the shit sandwich today. Uh, we have Activision. So, hmm. Let me let me let me let me put a put a situation to you guys. So, so close close your eyes. Woo! Magical thought bubble forming. Uh, so you are Bobby Kotick. You you run Activision. Oh God! Blizzard. No, please take it end. <laughs> Where's that gun? In, inexplicably, you aren't in prison yet. However, uh, you decide, man, uh, Activision Blizzard uh, not doing too well on the diversity front. Do you a hire people that are more diverse? Or B, release some shitty tool to rate things on a di- on a diverse scale. Which B, is problematic in itself. <laughs> but anyway. Well, congratulations, Seth. You could, in fact, run Activision Blizzard because that is the correct answer. Yay! I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an article courtesy of uh, Fanbyte. Uh, so this started with, uh, was it... It was like tweets, right? It was like tweets about like, hey, Activision Blizzard is using this tool. And then Activision Blizzard themselves came out and said, hey, we have this tool. And everyone went, no, you are the tool. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what on earth are you talking about? Are you insane? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did like, I, I'm not sure what came first, but there was an entire blog post Activision put out with like screenshots of how the tool worked and stuff, which has they all see, been removed was- now because they got so much uh, pushback against <laughs> it that they uh, edited that blog post, put in like an apology and removed all mention of it. Um, I just, I, I, I never understand how, like, because this isn't, this isn't the sort of thing, like, I imagine a company like Activision Blizzard is big enough that you can't just have some intern writing a blog post and hitting publish. This has to go through multiple people of, hey, should we publish this? And it's shocking to me that at no point it seems that anyone go, hey, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> what you're I- misunderstanding is the boys club culture. <laughs> that goes on in Blizzard to start with that doesn't understand any of this. <laughs> from from what I understand, this is a tool that King developed and um Yes, King, the, the mobile game abs like, uh, you know, billionaire company. Yeah, That's and what? I think they've had this tool since like twenty sixteen or something. And um, I, I think don't think that- it was ever meant to like be released to the public from their end. Um, but they made it as like a tool within the company to do like a diversity check on characters and stuff. Please tell me King isn't the people that did Candy Crush. They are. It is, yes. Yeah. Did they rate the diversity of the candies? Yes. Did they score well? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Actually, funny <laughs> thing about that I want <laughs> I want to talk about. Um, I was listening to a- another podcast earlier today and they were talking about this um diversity tool. And uh, um it somehow uh, one of them, so there's there's two people. There's a, one guy is a black guy and the other guy is a short ginger midget. And, and they walk into a bar. And, and the short ginger guy got more diversity points than the black man. <laughs> Which, like, if you'd heard this guy speak, because I know the guy you're talking about, he, he, would, he should not be that high. <laughs> <laughs> He, apparently, he, apparently, for his his uh, points, he got points for a being ginger, b being short, and c being overweight. While the other guy, the only points he got was being black. 
Oh, how, how dare he be oppressed in, uh, like, oppressed in the institutionalized rather than just because people find it funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I love the idea that we have this diversity tool that just confirms that black people are marginalized. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's incredible. I, I, do, do you think it's this think that they in one of a hugely and, and, profitable company is the worst yeah. part? Yeah. yeah, let me get the one screenshot I found because there's there's some things that are telling from this. Um, I'm, just, so- I'm, I'm just picturing a screenshot of Atrioc playing any Hitman run where he's in the clown suit. <laughs> so the points go up to 10. Um, so Anna, for example, from Overwatch. Apparently, uh, I also want to point out that Blizzard has gone on record to say they didn't use this tool when making Overwatch 1 characters. But they, but they wish probably- they did. They probably are for Overwatch 2 when you start get digging into it. Um, but anyway, uh, Anna uh, gets like seven points for being Egyptian culture because apparently that doesn't show up in video games much. Uh, she gets seven points for being Arab. Um, so seven points for being the age of 60, apparently being like the age of 20 is zero points. And then uh, every 10 years up from that is one point or so. What if you're below 20? Wait, so if you what get- What does Ellie get? I don't know. I think it starts going up again at any, uh, anyway. Right. So in order to get 10 points on age, you'd have to be 120 years old? I'd assume so, yeah. Um, her physical ability is rated 4 because she has one eye. Um, because she's slim and curvy, she gets zero points for body type. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She gets four points because she has- If she had two eyes, would she get eight? I no, think no, 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 she, she would get zero if she had two eyes. Yeah, two, two eyes uh, would be zero points because it's like physical ability is, I think, like disability maybe, like um, enhancements or some, anything like that. Um, being middle class is zero points. Being heterosexual is zero points. Being a woman on gender identity is five points. Hey. <laughs> well, at least the woman gets something and not equal pay in Blizzard. And imagine, I also want to point imagine, out on this- Imagine that you murder- you murder Anna in Overwatch, and then you drop the have fun being middle class on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Also, on this list, which is a very telling thing for, like, the internals of how Activision works, um, a, a character that was renamed recently is still named McCree here. Oh my god. <laughs> I- I forget what his new name is, but internally they're still referring to him as McCree. <laughs> I forgot his new name as well. I don't really care. I think it's something Cassidy. Butch Ma- Cassidy. It can't be Butch. Yeah, no, yeah. it can't be Butch. <laughs> no, they get sued. But yeah, uh, God, that that uh, diversity chart has been uh, a big punch down, <laughs> punch so, down tool for Ag- at Activision recently. It's really so bad the, and hilarious. The real question, Seth, what did you score out of ten? <laughs> well. I'm part Arab, so I'd probably get seven points right off the bat for culture. All right. Uh, Josh would get negative. Uh, oh, I get some for being bi. I don't, I don't know about the rest. I'm white male, so negative for that. I, I think know. it's just oh. zeros for that, not negative. I don't know then. I don't I'd, know. I'd, I'd, I'd make sure Josh gets negative. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. What would you get, Patrick? Oh, I think I'd be pretty close to zero. Yeah. I think the baseline for a zero was like every seventh gen character that was out like Commander Shepard and anyone that looks like him. Cole McGrath. I'm Commander <laughs> Shepard and this is the most diverse thing on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh shit. <laughs> I love that I, I love that I I as as a as a um uh, as a commander says, shepherd yourself. <laughs> as a commander <laughs> <laughs> As a <laughs> As someone who who may refer to themselves as a, <laughs> you know, I'm somewhat of a commander shepherd myself. Yeah, that's true. Um, when when I walk into a bar and someone goes, "Oh, commander shepherd," I'm like, "Yes, commander shepherd." Um, I do enjoy that that on this scale, uh, I'd be scoring pretty close to zero, which means that it would be a perfect score in the white man's game known as golf, where it just feels like a self fulfilling prophecy at this point. So, I'm sorry, but uh, golf, you want to get into the negatives. <laughs> You want to get those birdies Josh, and eagles? You've, you've finally won something. <laughs> Yay! Was it for my bad takes? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It was because you're too white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't really believe anyone thought this was this. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we, um, there's nothing we can say on this because like, it's, it's ridiculous as a concept so, and it's even more ridiculous like, than it exists. So from this, my this understanding, King was just using this internally and Activision decided to go, no, we're proud of this. Let's let's make it public. We want to that, start letting other people use this tool. That's exactly what I mean, because it sounded when, when, this, when, the, when the news of this first broke, it sounded like there is this internal tool at Activision Blizzard that has been leaked. It yeah. measures diversity. This is a terrible tool that they've leaked. And then Activision Blizzard goes, so for today, for show and tell. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this I will score us some points. <laughs> the macrame art known as my diversity checker. <laughs> They're like, see, we, we treat the women's uh, fairly. <laughs> Look at this chart we made. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Blizzard. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible, honestly. I, I, just, I appreciate I the, that, that the last few bad Activision articles we've gotten to talk about was us laughing at them rather than being sad. I mean, I just, I'm still just, sad that this is a thing, but it's like, it's funny in like a horrible dystopian capitalist way. I, I, I love the idea that, that somewhere there's like some absolutely like just fucking shit eating manager that, that has like a female employee come up to him and say, hey, I'm really tired of being sexually harassed at work. And the manager just looks at the diversity <laughs> chart and looks back at her and then says, so you're saying the character should be black or like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, well, what, what do you want to do? They hold out the color chart from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, they, 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 hold out, they hold out the difficulty chart from South Park, um, st not Stick of Truth, um, Fractured Butthole. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would be even funnier is that, like, there's probably a manager who's used that chart, right? So, like, so, 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 so that situation exists. The, the girl walks up to them, goes, oh, I, I feel like I deserve a raise. My, my employees, like my, my colleagues are being paid the same. And they're like, well, <laughs> you're, a, you're a five on the women's scale, but you're white, so you're a zero. So I, you, you can have a little bit of a raise, but you can't be paid as much as the men, you know? Like, you're, you're, not, you're not diverse enough. Sorry. <laughs> but, but we can compromise. We can compromise. No, the she's next too diverse. She's we'll too diverse. <laughs> the, clo the closer to zero you are, the more you better you get paid. Just why Bobby Kotick is the that's CEO. What I mean. That's what I mean. The question is, is, is Bobby Kotick a perfect zero? Yeah, I imagine so. I don't know. Check, Surely you're going to get diversity points for being such a shithead. <laughs> like, check it out. how can you this be is, so this actively what, hated? This, this is what peak anti-diversity looks like. You may not like it, but it's true. <laughs> so no, see, Bobby Kotick is what happens when you actually get a perfect zero, which is why there's so much backlash against him. <laughs> 
Do you reckon? Do you reckon that the charts designed after that fucking Scientology thing with like the the like theremin reader or whatever? And they're like, oh, we've never seen a reading like this before. <laughs> it's fucking Bobby Kotick on the other side of it. Like, You've scored a perfect zero. <laughs> I need to get my supervisor in here. You might you be the chosen this. one. <laughs> Should we move on to uh, shitting onto another company now? Yeah. No, this one actually makes me sad. Yeah, this one makes me sad as well. And And finally, the the icing on the shit sandwich cake, that sentence makes sense, don't think about it, is that uh, uh, Insomniac, I'm just going to give you the headline, Insomniac fought hard and did not win an argument with Sony to publicly support abortion rights. And this is an article brought to us by PC Gamer. And this this is shitty. So I do want yeah. to preface this with- This is uh, going to be in like- two parts a little bit because there's an article here we missed before because I don't know. I just didn't know this happened until now. Mm. Uh, the, the little bit of preamble I'll give to this is that I'm not hugely surprised by this news because there is a PR firm- Because in- Jim Ryan is also a zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair, this is gonna be an but, ongoing thing. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Like as soon as Steve comes back, hey Zero, how's it going? Um, <laughs> no, uh, my um, the, the little preamble that I want to give to this that it doesn't mention in the article is that there was a big thing about one of the PR firms that a lot of these large companies use for their public relations. Uh, released in a, I think it was a leaked memo that it would be better for PR not to come out with an opinion in the Roe v. Wade situation because of how divisive it would be to the other group. So I'm not surprised, ah, shoot. So I'm not surprised that a large group like Sony, I don't know if they're part of that PR firm or not. And I don't even remember the name of that PR firm, but there was one that had like a lot of large companies attached to it that said, hey, don't release a public statement on Roe v. Wade until it kind of settles down and SCOTUS comes to its decision, all that. So I'm not surprised that Sony is kind of following in what seems like a similar kind of suit. But okay, so uh, I'll let you talk it, to this a bit more. So. It wasn't a PR firm for Sony. It was the head of PlayStation itself sending out an email to basically every studio and every employee in the PlayStation brand going, hey, let's, uh, let's respect differences of opinions on abortion rights. And uh, let's not like make public outcry for the Jovi... Uh, uh, like the Roe versus Wade. Roe versus yeah. Wade. Yes, thank you. Um, let's let's not make any public uh outcries against it or anything like that. And then spent the next five paragraphs talking about his cat's birthday for some reason. Um, and yeah, that right. didn't that didn't go well with um Sony employees to the Is point the cat where also a zero. Uh, the cat. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Insomniac. Uh. Not not like making making it public so much, but um internally they were going to donate uh fifty thousand dollars to um to women's re- reproductive rights assistance projects, and Sony itself was going to match that fifty thousand for a total of a hundred thousand dollar donation, and Insomniac was going to do other little things to help like uh employees within the studio if they need like cross borders or anything for um, abortions or anything like that. Um, That ended up becoming public. And I don't know how it's become public because it sounds like all this stuff kind of leaked. But uh, the president of Insomniac, Ted Price, said that um, he sent an email to Sony about wanting to be public and, like, 
making these things known and Sony just shut him down completely. And um, yeah, Insomniac, Insomniac wants to be public and supports um, women's rights, but uh, overall, like the PlayStation brand is too big and they can't because uh, like they're not, if it, if they do anything against Sony's will, then it'll be, uh, they'll get huge negative repercussions against their company. Mm. Which is a shame. And um, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's the classic case of like, you know, do we do what is widely considered to be the right thing and that I consider to be the right thing and do anything that makes sense to me? Uh, or do we try and maximize profits? And they chose profits. And that's, what, that's what's sad. Especially when they're obviously actively supporting you know, give, giving money to like this um this charity, and then they won't speak about it for fear of losing money. I don't know, just taking yeah, like giving with one hand and biting with the other. There's clearly some level of support. Like Insomniac will put into a charity, and Insomniac will be like, "Yeah, that's good. We'll match your donation." So clearly, on some level, there's a support system going on there. But old man Jim Ryan and all his whiteness. Uh, is just like, yeah, don't say anything publicly, otherwise it'll be bad news for the company. To the partic- particularly the wordy the wording on respecting differences of opinion when it comes to healthcare just shows that he doesn't understand. <laughs> like truly. It uh, anyway. And, and I, like, it's just sad. I, I just feel like Jim Ryan needs to go. Yeah, would be nice. Like like I don't want to make it sound like I'm making a big deal about his opinions on old games, but this, like, it's it's been like, he seems out of the loop on what PlayStation does or what PlayStation should do, and now he's come out and said this and trying to keep things under wrap about, like, something that's a huge issue right now is, like, mm-hmm. this man is clearly not a good leader and shouldn't be in the position that he's in. Yeah. Well... I mean, that's that's really all, <laughs> all I can really say about it without getting too political. But that's um, yeah. it's just it's just sad. I don't know, especially yeah, if, you know, really seeing the pressure of no, like yeah, but in the pressure not being, being put able on to do what they as like well as well. Sucks. Yeah, hmm. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, on the other hand, Jim Ryan is a perfect zero name. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. Do we have anything that we could finish on a happier note? Or? Uh, we got an um, audience question. We do have an audience That's question. That's true. Well, to, to, to brighten up the, the real tail end of the news, though, uh, one last thing that I want to toss in there. We have a couple of trailers for some sunbreak changes coming to weapons for Monster Hunter Rise. We do, we do uh, yes. So How is this not in the list? <laughs> because Surprise. they haven't finished them, I would have uh, wanted to talk about them when they were all done. Yeah, that's kind of... I just feel like we need a palate cleanse after that disgusting shit cake of a sandwich. Um, but we've seen uh, Insect Glaive, uh, Switch Axe, and Heavy Bowgun. I think those are the only three that they've released. No, so Hunting no, Horn released today. 12 hours ago, oh. yeah. Oh, shoot, okay. I'm, we I'm also have see the Hammer, Hunting we have Great Sword. Cool. Well, we have case, Hunting Horn as well. Yeah, let's, yep. let's not discuss them in too much detail, but uh, 15 seconds. Josh, what's the favorite? what's the favorite thing that you've seen in a trailer? I don't have a favorite. Okay. <laughs> I can't give That's you a 15 seconds. Seth, 
Ah, uh, shit. Uh, okay, bottom- fine. I'll go first while you think of it. Uh, no, my no, I had an answer. Was- I have an answer. Um, it's <laughs> why would you 40- cliffhanger it? I didn't. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, as I was thinking. And I was like, okay, I'll go and answer. Um, it's probably for the insects, Glaive, where while you're in the air, you just, like, fly forward with um, the, the Glaive and just kind of ram the spike into the monsters. Hmm. Mm. So it does mine look very was, cool. Mine was also the insect glaive, but it was it was the um, strong insect yeet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. insect attack. I was yeah. looking at that as well, and I was like, more knockout damage because <laughs> that that harkens back to uh, it's either four ultimate or world. I think it was four ultimate because I think they removed it in world. But the ability to to, to charge up insect attacks, uh, many great memories of charging up a insect attack, and if it does cutting damage, severing a tail, or if it does impact damage, just fucking knocking it out. <laughs> It's basically like lobbing a brick at a monster. It's so good. Uh, do you have a least favorite? I haven't seen um, all of them yet, so I, I, I don't want to comment on that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's only of the ones that I've seen, and I also haven't seen all of them yet. My least favorite one, I think, would be um, one of the Switch, Act, uh, Switch Axe ones looked like a regular Switch Axe attack. I don't know. It didn't seem that stellar. It was some sort of discharge, I think. Mine I'm not is... Super on board. Mine is the hammer, because one of its changes is just the same attack, but they changed the end animation. I think. Okay. Uh, I like. Why? It, it's even. It's even the same name. It's um. It, the one's called the spinning bludgeon. The other one's called splitting bludgeon charge. Huh. That seems lazy. Oh, well, yeah. That's a shame. The, um, the hammer. Any- ju- the hammer just got. You can smack things harder the same way you did before. It's kind of disappointing. So we, we tried to finish this on, on a nice note, but we said what was Ellie's favorite. So now we're back to needing to finish on a nice note. Um, Pokemon Home uh, finally getting an update for... Um, I'm just fucking pulling stuff out of my ass. None of this is on the news stock and I'm going <laughs> off the rails. Um, Pokemon Home finally got an update where we now have uh, a staggered rollout for people that want to transfer things between... Uh, shoot, what is it? Um, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl... Uh, uh, Sword and Shield, uh, Pokemon Go, Legends Arceus, and what am I missing? I'm missing one. Am I missing one? I feel like Pokebank? I'm missing one. No, Pokebank. Pokebank's Pokebank dead. What were the ones that you said, sorry? Brilliant Diamond Shiny Pearl. Yeah. Brilliant Diamond Shiny Pearl, yeah. Arceus, yes. Sword and uh, Shield? Pokemon Go, yes. Pokemon Go, oh, yeah. And Sword and Shield, yeah. yeah. It, was okay, cool. it was Sword and Shield. It was Sword and Shield. I thought, like, you said Sword and Shield, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's all of them. Yeah, I thought you yeah. said Sword and Shield as well. I guess I'll listen back on, uh, on edit. Thanks. <laughs> Why can't we just end on a happy note? No, instead, if it's not it's, there, can we end it in so that he's wrong anyway? <laughs> I think 2.0 is already out on um on mobile at the moment for Pokemon Home. Mm. I saw something Sweet. pop up about, pop up about it on the App Store. Anyway, uh, before anyone can derail this into bad news, we're going to leave it there. Good news! Hooray! We made it to the end of the news section. Uh, right. So now we get to move on to the audience question, and the audience question for this week sent in by. John Halo? The man Congrats on losing the your virginity, John Halo. <laughs> yes, straight after his raunchy sex scene, courtesy of Paramount. He, he um, took a giant swig of orange juice and then sent us this uh, uh, question. <laughs> John Halo <laughs> drink asks, the Kool-Aid, kids. If you, could, if you could go into any game universe, uh, what would it be? I have an answer, but I'll let uh, Josh go first. No, no, you, you, you go first. Okay, because mine's pretty fucking obvious. I, I'd go into Pokemon. Really? I honestly thought you'd say Kingdom Hearts. 
I was thinking so Kingdom much Hearts too, actually. I, no, Kingdom Hearts isn't something where like just anyone can do uh, the things that are in it. You you got to like be a special somebody. I mean, and- you'd be a Disney character of some kind. So. <laughs> yeah, but that's not as fun as like being a Keyblade wielder. But not everyone gets to be a Keyblade wielder unless Mate, you're there a are named so character. many Keyblade wielder. There, there are, <laughs> but you got to be like someone of importance. But meanwhile, in Pokemon, anyone gets to be a Pokemon trainer. So you were like, I, I want to be special, so I want to enslave animals. <laughs> yes, I want to, I find, want to do digital cockfighting. <laughs> oh my god. Um, do you have one, Patrick? I'm, I'm still thinking. I, I, I was about to just blurt out Monster Hunter, and the reason I say that is because no one, ever, as well. no one ever dies in Monster Hunter. You only ever faint. <laughs> that yeah. is true. And then the cats come and save you. But the thing is, it doesn't seem like a fun existence. Yeah, no, not like Pokemon where you just get to bond and train Pokemon all the time. Yeah, so I I think I'm going to walk back on that one. Um, I also thought about uh, um, uh, Nintendogs for some reason, but I don't (laughs) think we ever see people in that. So I don't know what that would mean for what I would be in Nintendogs at the the festival (laughs) things where like they do the tournaments. They're like in the background when you're throwing frisbees and stuff, I think. I... (laughs) I also like how that answer is just real life, but I get to uh, I get to train get to dogs, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> something that obviously doesn't exist in the real world. No, Look, that's mate, true. You no. Know how expensive dogs are and how much rent hey, is. Seth, hey Seth, what if I told you that video games only appeal to the male fantasy? <laughs> Boy, do I have uh, do I have something bad news for the women that are a five on the diversity chart? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, so I, I think I think for me, there's the what I really want to inhabit just like I would love to live in that universe and the universe that I think I would actually um, survive, like survive in, in yeah, yeah, survive in and do well in. And the reason I say that is because the universe that I most want to inhabit is the Mass Effect universe. But I know that the world ends in, in my choice of flavor uh, at the end of the third game <laughs> and that there is no fourth game, although the fourth game might be coming soon. <laughs> but I, I love the universe of Bio Mass Effect. keeps I'm, saying I'm, that. There's no proof yeah. yet. It's true, but I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of, of the Mass Effect series. So that's I think that's the game universe that I would want to inhabit. Uh, but ideally, uh, I don't get slaughtered in the uh, genocide of an entire like galactic cycle. So I don't know. A little bit of little bit of pro and con on there. Um, uh, I'll have to think about the one that I think I'd actually like be able to live out in. Um, I feel like Age of Empires is out for that same reason. <laughs> Josh, what about you? Um, I got a few different answers, but I'm not sure which one I, I, w- I would pick. Um, I, somewhat strangely, the very first answer to me that popped into my head first was Rocket League would be sick. And then I thought about how many times I explode in an average match of Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or do you want to be one of those eggs that watches the game from the sideline? <laughs> Perfect. If I could be an egg in anything other than my current egg existence, then that would be an improvement. 10 out of 10. What if um, you were a Pokemon egg? egg? A Pokemon egg? Then I'd have to hatch and then I'd have to continue my existence. <laughs> Which brings me to my second one. I, I, I'll be kind. You can be a Togepi, the egg Pokemon. Hey. Uh, oh, I'd love Togepi. Togekiss is my favorite Pokemon, so... Um, no, I... You're I, never I, gonna I, I wouldn't that. do Last you're, of you're Us. You're never going to see bro. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. He's Togekiss. <laughs> Togekiss is still kind of cute. Let's, force, uh, let's um, force Josh into being in the Uncharted world. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Every no, day my he second relives the existence was, of the um, truck crashing down the alleyway behind fine, him. If you're, if you're not going to be in the Uncharted one, and you have to be in Balan Wonderworld four times. <laughs> I deserve all of this. 
<laughs> no, my my second thought was um, it was also Monster Hunter, and then I was like, mm. yeah, I thought about like literally my first thought wasn't the other scary monsters; it was just Anjanath, and I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> devil joke. <laughs> Like, not yeah. only is it a dinosaur, but it basically has wings and can breathe fire in a huge straight line. No, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. um, then I thought Near Automata would be very good because there are no humans. Um, <laughs> although, yeah, in your past year, you run into 2B models occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think... You just get overall, to be a random Greek in the God of Wars. God of War world. <laughs> So basically this world, but like oh, a thousand years in the past. Yeah, but Kratos comes up to you, stabs you for health. Nice. <laughs> you know, what no, if no, I'm no, just no. one you, of the you, women from the PSP game? The start of the game? You 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 inhabit you inhabit God of War as Kratos. That way that way you have someone that comes up and hugs you. <laughs> That's too real, man. Too but real. Then gotta, but then you gotta push your daughter away. Oh my god, I have my answer. Josh, I'll let you finish. I have my answer. I think no, nah, alright, you, you go. I'll, I'll give this a little bit more thought. I, Patrick, would inhabit the universe of Spore. Oh my god. Think about it. I would go from the Become protozoa- the being. Yeah, the <laughs> protozoa swimming in the amniotic sac of, of early pre- um, uh, Precambrian? Shit, I used to know the- Cambrian, uh, yeah, I think, I think okay. is the right one. I think it yeah. is, the, the, the Precambrian explosion. I, I'd, I'd go from, from the little protozoa straight into the, what seems like a really, really dumbed down version of World of Warcraft in the creature stage. Um, <laughs> find a bunch of people that look like identical clones of me through the tribal stage. Eat them. Uh, find, like, re- relive, relive my fantasies of Dune by, coming, by becoming a spice master through the civilization stage. And then finally- colonizing the galaxy with the help of those weird little red things that live near the center of the galaxy. I want to say, um, Grox? Grogs? No idea. The Grok Empire? It's been so fucking long since I played Spore, dude. I'm I'm going to ruin this by saying I don't know how well this is going to land with you guys, but instead of Spore, I'm forcing Patrick to go into the world of Seaman. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds wrong. Let me send a picture of what- It is Grox. Boom. But, there we go. Match made in heaven. Basically I'll, fate. I will I will put this up if I'm reminded for the video podcast. But uh C Man was a if C Man was a virtual pet game on the Dreamcast and this was the pet. Oh good god. <laughs> oh good god. That is horrifying. Hey, all I'm What's saying is that, that that like, you know, like you know. Let's be real. Let's be real. One fish to another. That improves my diversity score immensely. So, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not against it. You know what I mean? All right. I have, I have my answer. So I'll, yeah, do, right. I'll do, the, do the Patrick one. The one that I would want to be in, but I don't think I would survive in. Final Fantasy XIII's world. Is that Ooh. because you turn off the game? Uh, basically, everyone dies. Like, <laughs> and I love Final Fantasy XIII. So, no. Not true. <laughs> Lightning ends up in France. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which of course we know is uh, is Gen Six Pokemon. So there we go, crossover between uh, uh, Seth and Josh. Sorry, Seth, you're not getting rid of him that easy. Sorry, I e- I, I choose to be in Unova, not uh, Kalos. Oh my God, imagine choosing to be in Unova. The the game that I would 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 happily live in and think I would survive. Which both of these to show how much of a weeb I am. Uh, Dragon Quest, specifically Eleven. Dragon Quest would be a pretty comfy world to live in. Genshin Impact would also be very good. So, did you say it would be a comfy world to live in, Dragon Quest? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and imagine like like seeing a slime and being like, "Look at you! Like, you're so fucking cute." And I just it kills you. Pet. I mean, it could try, but it, it's I just had I just hug it. It's so cute. Like you're you're a you're a Genshin Impact character, but you live your life inside a box until someone rolls like a one percent chance uh, out of a loot box. <laughs> then if they don't roll that one percent, you're stuck there forever. Yeah, you're stuck there forever, and then when you another clone of you is formed. But because because of the 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 terrible like size of box that they kept you in, your posture is just shot. Uh, like you just walk around slumped everywhere. I'm gonna steal from Patrick's category of this is just a real world. What are you saying? Uh the Yakuza games. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yakuza games. As long as you're playing as like Kiryu <laughs> or Majima. Or Majima, yeah. It, it's just I want to sing karaoke, and then it just turns into a, a music video. <laughs> What if you got dumped into like Vermintide? <laughs> what, what if what if what if you were what if you were dumped into um uh what's the guy's getting over it? Um, Bennett Foddy. What? Bennett Foddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that fuck just, that shit. Just, no just, way. Just just a man in a pot wanting to climb. Oh, what if you got dumped into the world of Mount Your Friends? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at my game shelf right now, and I'm just thinking how horrible, horrible it would be to be in the Bloodborne world. <laughs> Why? Because Josh would never play you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z would be cool because it's just Dragon Ball. I don't know if that counts. It's an anime. I, I, I feel like I feel like Dragon Ball. Just Dragon hurt. Ball for me lines up in the same way that um that Kingdom Hearts does. In like you got to be someone important because otherwise. You're just it there as a background character in a in a fantastic world where you're just a civilian that doesn't do anything. But wouldn't it be sick to just watch all that shit? It'd be crazy. And imagine just seeing Mr. Satan and genuinely believing he's the savior. <laughs> okay, it'd be worth for that. But like for the actual <laughs> Dragon Ball fights, it's actually stated that it's too fast for the human eye to keep up with. So no, Seth, you can't see those fights. Seth, I, I might I, I might have to change my answer. What is it? I don't. I don't think there is an existence greater than that of being Lightning McQueen in the in the Lego Incredibles <laughs> game. <laughs> you know what? I, I want to be. I think. I want to be Shrek from Shrek Two. <laughs> I want to be Qui Gon be... in the Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker yeah. Saga, so I can just infinite combo young Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be peak existence for me. I don't know. <laughs> Every time someone walks up to you and goes, "Are you happy?" You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> but but my but my eyes but my eyes are sending the message of please end me, please end my suffering. They're like, "Why are you sad?" And you're like, "I'm a perfect zero for a car." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I reckon that's where we wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, what if we existed in the All Star Brawl universe? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I thought about that like five minutes ago and I didn't want to bring yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, Babylon's no, fault. So there's just no one there. <laughs> that'd, that'd be kind of lit, though. It, it would be. Let's, I will admit. let's fight somewhere empty. You go wait, to wait, Elden wait. Ring and you just like yeah, yeah, yeah. curse to fight these bosses. You're, 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 you, you go to Elden Ring and you make, it your, you make it your life's mission to one touch grass to get maidens. <laughs> you literally like start the game you're like I'm in a whole new world and that guy comes up on the horse and he's like not for long <laughs> <laughs> you know you walk out the door and if someone calls you maidenless it's like not here too <laughs> yeah. no I thought something might change it's the whole reason I left my last world 
I, I, I also thought about just tossing in the meme answer of, um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought about tossing in the meme answer of uh, Hooked on You, even though it's not out yet, just because I think that'd be kind of funny. Oh, but, oh Patrick, infamous. Yeah. Being what, in as, the infamous what, world just, as a conduit. Just, oh, okay. I thought you just meant like as any one of the millions of civilians I killed on my bad <laughs> playthrough. Wait, you're there in, uh, you were at, in the Empire City Blast for Cole to uh, eat. <laughs> Yeah. Consume. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my, my answer should still remain as Lightning McQueen from the Lego Incredibles <laughs> game. I like that you had a really cool answer with sport and then you're like, no, I'm 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 gonna mess it up so hard. <laughs> hey, sometimes when life gives you lemons, you gotta kachow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew anyway. you were gonna say kachow and it still hurt me. <laughs> uh Thank, thank you for that question, John Halo. Uh, I hope that answers your question. And I'm sorry that no one wants to live in the Halo universe, but that's kind of your own fault, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, you kind of kill everyone. <laughs> in Cortana. I live but, in there for Cortana. Uh, but if you, <laughs> if you or someone that you know has a question that you would like us to answer on here, feel free to get in touch. We are on Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge minus one of the L's on Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge. Or on good old-fashioned Gmail mailbag, fasttravelounge at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed what you've listened to, feel free to like, rate, comment, subscribe, follow, uh, review, share, um, all of that. Uh, you know, with, with uh, someone you know, someone you don't. Who knows? Uh, help us deliver better content to you. But uh, that brings us to the end of episode 24 for this week. Next week, Last of Us Part 2 discussion, maybe finally, question mark? Absolutely not. <laughs> you just refuse at this point? You're going to start playing it, Seth? I, I'm just going to make sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, what, what might we actually look forward to? Uh, I'm not sure, Ace actually. Free. Ace Attorney 3, hopefully. Josh, Besides that, I don't know what else I'd have on my plate. Um, I have yet to decide if I'm going to let peer pressure, me, uh, peer pressure make me finish Uncharted 2. Or if I'll start playing something else. I don't know yet. What about you, Patrick? Fair, fair enough. Um, I, I still have a bit more to, to finish off in Sunbreak. but uh, so, Shoot, I keep saying that. A bit more to finish off in Rise to prepare for Sunbreak. Um, should I finish that? Uh, I have a fat stack of games that I need to start or Elden Ring to continue with. I might pick something new, just that way I can spice up what I'm talking about. And it's not the same stuff every week. But I will have to wait and see. Uh, and hopefully Steve will be back with us no matter how many times people tried to travel, uh, to channel his, uh, absolutely, um, uh, aggressive. That's not the right word. Try to channel his spirit. Well, like in the, in I mean, the aggressive, we if hate you keep thinking about it, staying up all night, eventually it'll dawn on you. Oh, sorry. I was also another I'm, last of us joke. I'm just getting, I'm just getting word now. He, uh, he left us earlier to go to the footy game. He's just been tackled by Scobo. <laughs> uh, that's excellent <laughs> hopefully hopefully he tried to shield fast travel lounge when all the reporters were asking if he was okay uh, anyway as I said that does bring us to the end of episode 24, uh, 24 for this week I have been Patrick I have been joined by Seth and Josh and we'll catch you next time goodbye ciao <laughs> <laughs>